Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this. is Beauty and the Beta. And we will make America great again. <laughs> controversial Halloween display that has some Nyack residents asking black pumpkin or blackface. Local NAACP director Wilbur Aldridge saying it shows a quote extreme lack of sensitivity. And with this reaction the law firm decided to take those pumpkins down less than 48 hours after setting them out on the porch. They are pumpkins. Black pumpkins. Idiots. That's all there is. We understand that uh, someone uh, complained about them, and so once we got word of that, we immediately um, took them down. It is just not something that I took offense to personally, but since it did offend somebody, the firm took proactive steps and took them down. Bed Bath & Beyond apologizing, saying that any offense was unintentional and that they've immediately removed the pumpkins from sale. The store says they took action after we reached out to them, but would not tell us if they'd received any other complaints. You are fake news. I don't give a fuck. Very fake news. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. I agree with that. Yeah, three over here. You are a terrific team on all counts. I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. You need to settle down and mind your business, okay? Ma'am, once again, ma'am. No, you said sir. Once again, it's ma'am. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can't ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Macho Ma'am Tranny Savage. And I am flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Honkler. Welcome. I didn't have the Trudeau commitment, so I didn't do my hands and chest. Ah, yeah, honorable mention. Well, I could go through the whole list of great things that people emailed us. So thanks to everyone who emailed us ideas. Uh, I well, I, I don't, I can't say that I'm happy to have chosen this one since this outfit is uh, made of vinyl, at least in at least partially. So I'm going to be sweating through it tonight. We'll, we'll see how this goes. But it is, of course, a Halloween special. And uh, we do hope the costumes are to your satisfaction. Some of the top stories for discussion tonight. If we, 
I don't know how serious we can be dressed this way, but some of it requires sincerity. Uh, top Islamic scholar. Is it Abu Bakr? Whatever. Al-Baghdadi, that guy. Uh, the, the top Islamic scholar. You know him. He's dead. You might know him for his side gig uh, as the terrorist leader of ISIS. But this is no as reported. That, yeah. that's, uh, that's, his, that's his side thing. Uh, this as reported by the Washington Post until they edited it, like, I don't know, three or four times. But at this point, uh, you heard it in the intro there. Blackface pumpkins from <laughs> Bed Bath & Beyond are canceled this Halloween. Makes me wish I had bought them before, uh, before, they, before they were canceled. Amid uh, outrage from somebody somewhere who mm. nobody can really find, at least to yeah. put on camera. Uh, my costume is, is very appropriate, I think, because transgender athletes are dominating all over. A, uh, a man is breaking women's cycling records. A man is the Big Sky uh, Conference Big Sky Conference Women's Athlete of the Week this week. And uh, we'll get the details on all of those stories. Plus, Jessica Yaniv, Yaniv uh, the, the Wax My Balls guy in Canada, does not emerge victorious in his legal battle. For people to wax those balls big. Which I'm kind of surprised by, I guess. Yeah, we had, uh, on Wednesday, I had a Canadian trying to explain it to me. I guess this human rights tribunal is not uh, a court in the criminal sense or the legal. Like the, uh, It's some kind of separate thing. So they just kind of make it up as they go along. That's what this but guy was saying But he is required to, to pay them back. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. So some kind of, some kind of uh, justice in that case. Plus, uh, perhaps the most viral story of the week is this uh, story at a Dallas where a father has been battling for custody of his son while mom is planning to pump the seven-year-old boy full of hormones because mom thinks that, uh, and is teaching this young boy that he is uh, a girl. She's a doctor, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I, I assume licensed and fully accredited in the state of Texas. Uh, it looks like a, a momentary or a partial victory, at least uh, for now. Uh Members of Congress incoherently grill Mark Zuckerberg about Facebook while Congressman Katie Hill uh, has now resigned. I did the whole story about her and then like within the last hour or two, she's resigned. But uh, the story, the, the scandal there is totally ridiculous. So we'll go through it. Plus, uh, to close a hoax hate pairing out of East Lansing, Michigan uh, and a whole lot more along the way as well. We will take super chats on YouTube or Streamlabs uh, in between topics. Got to be careful to itch my eye. I don't want to mess up this. I know my nose is so itchy. Joke. I don't. I did want to point out at the beginning of the show. This is the second voluntary drag Halloween you've had. <laughs> hey, I no no. This was your choice. Don't put this on me. Yeah. My choices were the zombies that were California Democratic voters, California uh, 2020 voters. We didn't go with that. And then the other one, honorable mention, that I maybe would have been my first pick, Dead Epstein and Assassin Hillary. That would have been so difficult to execute, though. No, it's just Hillary and sunglasses. And, and you refuse to shave, although with the, refusing to shave with this costume works. Yeah, I mean, maybe I could have been convinced, but this was not my first choice. You're the one who said this was the one to do. Merely out of laziness. It almost didn't happen, but... <laughs> that's a whole story. But yeah, I made that's... it, and now I have two clown wigs. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, if anyone needs an extra one. Anyway, we'll take super chats on YouTube or Streamlabs in between topics. Of course, 10 bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good. Low down 
money grabbers. It will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show-related and support the show over on the website. That's mattchristiansonmedia.com. One of the many things we have over on the website is special deals from listener-owned businesses. Of course, this week, uh, our feature business is regrettably, unluckily for them, uh, since they have to be associated with this nonsense, Phoenix Ammunition. Phoenix is a uh, family-owned company dedicated to providing the highest quality American-made ammunition products for competitive shooting, tactical training, range use, or self-defense, whatever your purpose. Phoenix has a product for you. Their goal is to ensure every American citizen has the tools they need to protect themselves and to train accordingly. Based out of Metro Detroit, Phoenix Ammunition ships to customers uh, all across the United States and is happy uh, and proud to supply companies like Trigicon, Keltec, and Terran Tactical Innovations. If it's good enough for those names, it is good enough for me. And that's why I'm happy every time I see the UPS guy throwing out his back, dragging a 50-pound box from Phoenix <laughs> yeah. up to my doorstep. Phoenix offers listener this, listeners of this show 5% off all their products using the promo code MCLISTENER. Find everything you need from Phoenix, plus special deals from all our friendly listener-owned businesses, including Sonoran Defense Technologies, Charity Swipes, Flyover States, and Black Rifle Garb at mattchristiansonmedia.com slash deals. Deals for listeners by listeners. Well, I uh, I took a little trip this week, and uh, I went off to uh, to see the Vikings game and to see some family and to hang out in Minneapolis generally, and we actually had one of the listener meetups in Minneapolis uh, let this be proof that I'm not, in fact, 411 blonde, unless you think we staged this. No, that's just a really tall group. <laughs> yeah, could be. Or wait, anyway, short group. it was yeah. something like uh, we, we hung out for a good three hours or so on uh, sa- uh, Friday night. And it was something like 20 people coming and going. I, I don't know. Could have been a little bit more. But, man, it was awesome to meet up with people who are listening to the show. And uh, a dog? Just, yeah, the, the, the place Sweet. we went is dog friendly. You can hang out with your dogs there. It's pretty cool. And uh, man, I, I, I've said it a million times, but I can't believe the community behind this show. It was really cool yeah. to talk to everybody, but it was also really cool to just kind of observe from afar and see everybody making friends and the friends, the friendships that already exist. And it, it's just, it's, I was telling everybody, it's a, it's a, that's probably the biggest surprise to me about all of this, like about yeah. the show. And it's just the fact that friendships are being forged. Communities are being forged based on this ridiculous scene that's before your eyes right now. So <laughs> thanks to everyone for being so uh, hospitable to me. And uh, I hope, uh, I hope I can make it happen not only again in Minneapolis, but uh, in other cities when I uh, may visit. And uh, if blonde decides to, uh, to go out sometime, we'll see if that happens. Never. I don't, I don't like to go out much either. So North Idaho meetup. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe across the street. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and of course, if you are interested in meeting people in your area who listen to the show, check out mattchristiansandmedia.com slash community. I've got all the forms there and the information there to, uh, to make those connections. Other thing I wanted to say really quick, uh, milestone for the show. We crossed a million uh, audio downloads kind of quietly. I don't pay attention to that too much, but I looked at it the other day and yeah, over a million people have listened, uh, to episodes of this show in the audio format. So if you're one of those people, uh, listening as opposed to watching. Thank you for supporting the show. Catch me up on uh, what happened with this uh, famous uh, Muslim scholar who was who was killed yeah, over the yeah. weekend. President Trump declared ISIS leader Abu Bakr Bakar. Am I saying this correctly? Al Baghdadi. I think so, dead yeah. this morning at a press conference in the White House. I think he called him dead as a dog. 
<laughs> did he? I did not. I did or not he was hear killed that. like a dog or ah. something, you know, a typical Trumpian fashion. Yeah. Um, Who else was, is a dog? Omarosa. Did it he is, say that about Omarosa? Remember, that was a controversial, a controversial statement. It was supposedly racist that she said or he said Omarosa begged for a job like a dog. Remember How would that, that be one? racist? Because they said it referring to a black woman as a, as a dog was racist. I don't even get it. It's uh, racist in this case, too, right? Yeah, really. Uh, believed to have been killed in a raid conducted by the U.S. military in northwest Syria on Saturday. Sorry if I sound stuffed up. It's the nose is is crunching my my actual nose. If you have to get rid of it, I'm sure they'll forgive you. No, because all the makeup is gone underneath it. I have to see it through. Can you honk it once? There's there's it doesn't actually honk. It's just foam. There you go. Um, but you're making it through in the vinyl costume, so I shouldn't complain. Um. The defense official said it appears that Baghdadi detonated a suicide vest during the raid. So that's probably how he was killed. Um, the leader of a terror group, Baghdadi, is believed to have been in hiding for the last five years in April. Although I don't think we talked about this at the time. A video was published by the ISIS media wing, al Khan that showed a man purporting to be Baghdadi. And this was the first time that he had been seen since 2014. So I hear Washington Post did some excellent reporting on this. Yeah, so... Uh... Apparently it went like this. This morning, the Washington Post changed the headline of its obituary from Al Baghdad, uh, or its obituary for Al Baghdadi from quote terrorist in chief to uh, describe him as quote an austere religious scholar. There was not an immediate reason provided for the posts uh, or for the post decision to highlight his academic career as opposed to his crimes. Following backlash, Wampo changed it again to quote extremist leader. So they're going with extremist leader after terrorist in chief. Later, the vice president for communications from the Washington Post uh, tweeted, quote, regarding our al-Baghdadi obituary, 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 I can knock. The headline should have never read the way uh, that way. And we changed it quickly. See now, of how course, we phrase that? Should have never read that way. Not like we posted something that was very misleading. Yeah. And it, it, should, it is, should never have been that way. Yeah, the the problem was how it was written, not how it was read. <laughs> Fair point. Glad you got to hold the nose to drink some water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, this created a, a great uh, trending hashtag on Twitter: <laughs> hashtag Wapo Death Notices. So, um, so Ted Bundy, unconventional pickup artist, <laughs> dies shockingly at forty-two. Okay. Uh, Attila the Hun. World traveler and government administrator. He dies at 47. All right. Uh, what else we got? Emperor Palpatine. Emperor Palpatine, former senator of Naboo and austere Sith scholar, dead age unknown. Now, I always thought it was an unfortunate uh, electricity or electrocution accident for Emperor Palpatine. Yep. Yeah, I so I, who knows? Uh, maybe, the, maybe the reporter didn't catch that one. I like this one. Uh, Ramsey Bolton, austere diplomat. <laughs> diplomat and animal caretaker passed away at his home surrounded by his dogs. Technically true. And last but not least, you knew it was coming. Uh, Adolf Hitler, passionate community planner and dynamic public speaker, dies at 56. Gone too soon, some might say. If you check the chat, I don't but know. But who could disagree with that? Who, <laughs> who in our live chat? Enthusiastic possibly? community planner. He was. Yeah, loved his work. Uh, okay, also uh, insignificant news of which I have no expertise, but I feel an obligation to acknowledge and report. On yeah. Monday, Justin Trudeau was reelected as Prime Minister of Canada, but 
His Liberal Party lost seats and now has a minority government after a landslide win in 2015. This means Mm -hmm. Trudeau will need to work with other parties on a case-by-case basis to pass legislation. Notably, Trudeau's Liberals were shut out in Alberta and Saskatchewan entirely. So that's a big section of the middle of Alberta that's starting to look a lot like the middle of America. Maybe we can just team up. Who knows? Uh, Speaking Tuesday, Trudeau vowed to govern for all Canadians. Uh, apparently he will paint his face in all skin tones, <laughs> a different one each day going forward. I guess hey, the people just wanted to show that they cared only a little bit about blackface. Just like, just yeah, enough although, for the blue seats. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I'm no expert, but based on the Canadians, I do know none of them cared about blackface as much as they care about, uh, the same things we care about in this country, which is. You know, I, I don't know what the polling shows in, in Canada, but I would imagine a lot of the top issues are, are pretty similar. Immigration's got to be right up there. Yeah. Uh, tax and spend and just the overall role of government in your life. General intrusion of government into every aspect of your life. <laughs> anyway, what's so what's so funny? What's uh, chuckling at? Live chat. John Wayne Gacy, beloved clown, entrepreneur, philanthropist <laughs> and child lover dies. <laughs> <laughs> well, Those hey, s- speaking of blackface. As you heard in the intro, a law office in Nyack, New York, used black black pumpkins to decorate its porch for Halloween. The pumpkins were personalized with the names of each partner at the firm. Reportedly, uh, some community members, that's what the story says, some community members, including a local NAACP leader, Ah. complained. He's just quoted. He doesn't appear, but he's quoted. uh, Claiming the pumpkins were blackface, or at least akin to blackface. In response, the law firm removed the decorations and apologized, but deflected to Bed Bath & Beyond where they bought the pumpkins and wondered why Bed Bath & Beyond would sell offensive material. Oh, come on. Everybody so, just be cool. So in response, News, News 12 Westchester, who was covering the story, reached out to Bed Bath & Beyond to ask why they're selling offensive material. And Bed Bath & Beyond immediately removed the pumpkins from sale in-store and online. The store would not say if it had received any other complaints. But one would infer, based on the sequence of events here, that since they immediately caved to even a whiff of pressure or just inquiry, that they had not received any prior complaints, because they would have already folded if they had. Anyway, check out this story uh, about the blackface pumpkins. A News 12 exclusive. The national retailer Bed Bath & Beyond pulls a product after we asked questions. Yeah, that product is a black jack-o'-lantern. It's really causing some controversy. A controversial Halloween display that has some Nyack residents asking black pumpkin or blackface. They are pumpkins, black pumpkins. Idiots. That's all there is. Local NAACP (laughs) director Wilbur Aldridge saying it shows a, quote, extreme lack of sensitivity. I think that they did the right thing, but I also think that they're entitled to the way that they feel. And with this reaction, the law firm decided to take those pumpkins down less than 48 hours after setting them out on the porch. We understand that uh, someone uh, complained about them. And so once we got word of that, we immediately... um, took them down. Mary Marzola says the pumpkins personalized with the names of each partner at the Ferrick, Nugent and McCarthy law firm were never meant to offend anybody. We represent people of all uh, colors and faiths. We 
would never do anything to exclude anyone from any community. Her associate Alex Shaw says he never thought twice about the jack-o'-lanterns. It is just not something that I took offense to personally, <laughs> um, but since it did offend somebody, the firm took proactive steps and took them down. Though since they've been removed, both attorneys are left wondering why the decorations didn't raise flags at the store where they were purchased. If you go into Bed Bath & Beyond, you don't think they're going to be selling offensive materials. Bed Bath & Beyond apologizing, saying that any offense was unintentional and that they've immediately removed the pumpkins from sale. The store says they took action after we reached out to them, but would not tell us if they'd received any other complaints. And they oh, did. Oh my God! Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I mean, uh, to state the obvious, this isn't blackface. It is a black, a black pumpkin. Uh, are regular pumpkins Trump face, or do they make fun of gingers or the Irish? <laughs> yeah, really. I, I I've never heard that one, but I guess if people were to make that case, then these have to go away. But do you do you believe anyone was actually offended? Yeah. Or yeah, was this made up by the news story? Or the news, uh, the news uh, reporters, I mean. No, I'm sure somebody was actually offended by this. People are constantly going out looking for things. Well, the reason I ask is because the actual black or brown people on screen. <laughs> it's just a pumpkin. All of them say it's not, offen uh, not offensive and they don't care. So if they can't find anyone to go on camera and say, yes, I'm offended. Uh, why is the news station pushing this story so hard? And the reason that Bed Bath & Beyond axed the pumpkins is because the news station inquired, not because anybody actually went to Bed Bath & Beyond on their own behalf, you know? Well, didn't the law firm, like, push, push the blame on Bed Bath & Beyond, and that's how this got started? When the news station uh, uh, covered or asked them. So, like, apparently... I don't know that the news station prompted the law firm to remove the pumpkins. I'm not clear, but I guess what I'm saying is why couldn't they produce one person on camera yeah. who was in fact offended? I, I, I don't know. I don't doubt that somebody was offended by that. I've seen equally dumb things that people get offended by on the show. Haven't you? I mean, isn't this the origin of hoax hate? Uh, yeah, to a certain extent. Yeah. We've seen they, hoax hates this dumb. <laughs> well, we're going to see one that's something on that level later tonight. Uh, but it, it, it is getting really frustrating to see. Like, this, this entire case is solved if anybody in this story has even a fraction of a spine yeah. to stand up to this stupid fake outrage. If Bed Bath & Beyond says, fuck off, the story's over, it goes nowhere. If this law firm says, fuck off, this story's over, nobody cares. Um, and when the law firm lady says, well, we didn't realize it was offensive. Uh, that's the point, though. What's offensive is 100% subjective and is always right. going to change. There is no objective, clear-cut definition where you can look up in a handbook and see what's offensive or not. It's just today happens to be Black Pumpkin Day. So, I, I don't... It's, uh, these people are lawyers, but they can't think through the consequences of what they're saying. Same with the, the other guy who spoke. Well, I don't think it's offensive, but since someone was offended, I'm glad we took it down. Like well, you're, that just you're attorneys. Means, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. That standard is just one person has to be offended, and you will completely change your behavior. Right. You'll completely change your property. You'll completely change everything about what you're doing because one person has a problem with it. Hmm. Anyway... Uh, we don't need to give that story more time than it deserves, but uh, we got a ton of updates on 
like past criminal cases that we've discussed that seem to be kind of returning to the news all in this week. So yeah, everybody the, uh, remember this New Mexico compound where 11 hungry children were found in a virtual it was like an ISIS training camp in New Mexico. No, it was a mental illness training camp. Yeah, it was so super suspicious. And then they pulverized the whole thing before proper evidence collection. And then all this weird stuff has happened. It looked like there was something of a cover up and the reporting on it was really weird. It was just a straight up jihadist training camp. This in guy a had weird a tire home in the desert of New Mexico. Yeah. So if yeah. you guys remember that story. A federal judge has ordered a woman charged with firearms and terrorism-related counts to be hospitalized for mental health treatment more than a year after authorities arrested her and four other adult residents of a squalid New Mexico compound. So her name is, uh, I think, Jane. It's LaVille. And she's been described in court documents as the leader of the group of extended (laughs) family members who had been living at the compound in remote northern New Mexico. The order Thursday allows for a maximum of four months of hospitalization for Labille before the court determines whether she might eventually prove competent to stand trial. A trial for the five suspects has been scheduled for April. This is so weird. I mean, I can see why her attorneys would do this, but I've seen no evidence that there's mental illness at play. They did it just for the one, nobody else? Just for the one. Okay. All right. And I guess we don't have any other update on the rest of them until uh, the trial April. starts. Do we know what the charges are? I'm sure we talked about it. We, we talked, talked about, about it before. before I can't quite remember. It's like a ton of guns charges. I think they actually have terrorism charges. Okay. Um, terrorism related counts is what this is. Okay. Said. All right. So, so we're not, uh, there's still hope for justice in this case, even though we have a weird mental illness. Oh, bump. nothing's going to happen. They're going to be mm. like, oh, they're just some sick people that were kind of okay caretakers of these children we all know who the real terrorists are (laughs) yeah the proud boys two of them have now been uh sentenced they were previously convicted now sentenced in that new york city case outside of uh the gavin mckinnis event i don't know how long ago that was now but it's been a long time to four years in prison oh my god for their roles and i got this from buzzfeed news and so i had to take out all the editorializing but it was like for their roles in a violent brawl that they were solely responsible for right who else had roles in that violent brawl i've seen the footage who else had roles outside an event at metropolitan republican club in new york city last year maxwell Hare, 27 and john kinsman 39 were found guilty in august of attempting gang assault attempted assault and riot uh what a bunch of horse shit that's so insane it's like we, we talk about this all the time, but it's like, at what point can we kick these people's asses? And I guess this is the answer. Never. Even there, if they try to kick your ass, it's like. There's a totally credible case based on the footage I've seen. And we've discussed this a few times. And people have claimed that there's additional footage I'm missing, but I never get the emails to show me this footage that shows the Proud Boys as the definitive aggressors. Yeah. I think the case is somewhere between self-defense, which it's easy to make a case that Antifa were the aggressors and started throwing shit at them because that's right. what I've seen. And then the, I, I would say the other honest way you could you could define this case is mutual combat. I, I'm, I'm willing to entertain the idea that they did something wrong if and only if Antifa is held to the same standard. Right. But they're not. As far as I know, all those guys got away, did they not? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, I, I kind of I'm not surprised by this, but. But here we are. Ugh. Well, there is some good news in the Nazi grandma case. This, of course, was the woman and her husband who were 
She's the old woman with the walker who was obstructed and harassed by Antifa people in the crosswalk trying to yes. get into the Maxime Bernier Dave Rubin event at Mohawk College in Hamilton, Ontario. Yep. And the other part of this story was that one of the guys blocking her was that Syrian guy, part of a refugee family that owns a restaurant in Toronto. Right. And they totally flipped this into a sob story about how they're about the their victims. stupid restaurant. Yeah. yeah and their, their restaurant got bailed out by some big like uh, some some uh, Middle Eastern food conglomerate who <gasps> is helping them run the business now while yeah. they do nothing but cash in. And so it sounds like at least so people have been charged, including the the Syrian guy who was involved. Yeah. Oh, right. Four people have been charged, but I only care about this guy. Allah Al Sufi, 27, has been charged with two counts of intimidation, two counts of wearing a disguise with intent. I don't know what the fuck that means. He was wearing a ski mask. Yeah. At the time. So he was committing crime with while with wearing a ski to mask. What? Intent. For I suppose violence. in this case, intent to whatever the first charge was some, some kind of obstruction or some intimidate kind of with intent intimidate. to intimidate. That sounds like it's a nothing charge and causing a disturbance. Oh, I'm sure these, he's not going go to go to prison or anything yeah. like that. But at least you can look back at this sob story from the, the Syrian restaurant. And again, I looked through the, the, the threats made to the Syrian restaurant. They do look legitimate to me. Yeah. And those, those are out of bounds. I'm not saying this to justify those, but the family can't sit there and act like they had no role in what is now definitively a criminal case. Yeah. Like they, their son was a criminal. Yep. That's why people are reacting the way they did. It doesn't mean the reaction is right. But again, the, they produced like five Facebook messages where people are like, fuck you, Muzzy, or something yeah. like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I should be fair. Some of them did have violent threats. And again, those are out of bounds. They, they, and, but the family acts like they're innocent. They're not. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, this Frederick Fair case, this was a case I did a video on a few months ago, maybe. It was sometime in the late summer, early fall. Um, but there were two black brothers who fatally sucker punched a white guy at the Frederick Fair in Maryland. And if you remember, Tariq Nasheed and other race hucksters were falsely claiming the dead guy was uh, some white supremacist who yelled the N-word and the boys were just defending themselves. We all knew that was crap at the time since there was no evidence for that. And the prosecutor was already bringing assault charges uh, to both teens. But prosecutors have now added a manslaughter charge against the 15 year old who uh, delivered the fatal punch. No further charges will be filed. A manslaughter conviction in, uh, in Maryland can be, can results actually I have Massachusetts in here. So I hope I didn't confuse my States. I believe in Maryland it's uh, three to 20 years in prison potentially, but I'm not sure if this kid can be charged as an adult. I remember the prosecutor in a press conference saying something about state law forbidding that because he's 15. Really? or was 15 at the time of the crime. Uh, so I check in for more information on that if you're interested, but at least there will be a, a killing related charge brought here because that's what they did. They straight up killed a guy. Yeah. Speaking of attempting to kill a guy, I wouldn't want to try to kill Fletcher Cox though. If you ever watch football, Fletcher Cox is a gigantic man and I wouldn't want to take him on whether he has a shotgun or not. But uh, Eagles defensive tackle Fletcher Cox became a burglary target at his home in New Jersey last week. The intruder was uh, Corbin Nima, the ex-boyfriend of the woman Cox is now dating. According to Cox, the man was breaking windows in his house, according to ABC7, looking at surveillance footage. The man was patrolling the property, breaking windows and points of entry with a baseball bat. On a call with 911, 
Cox was urging responders to hurry, saying that he had a shotgun and he would blow the guy's brains out if he had to. Officers arrived and the man fled, and he was later detained by U.S. Marshals. There is a recording of Fletcher Cox's 911 call. Here's what that sounds like. 911, where's the emergency? I got somebody trying to break in my house, and I'm about to blow his brains out right now. Any idea who it is? I don't. He's busted. He's busted my door. Part of my door, and I have a shotgun. If you come in the house, I'm going to blow his brains out. Mr. Cox, can you get somewhere where you're, you're secure? I am. I am secure, but I have my shotgun. I swear to God, he's busting everyone out of my house right now. I think that's what those sounds are, the breaking glass. Yeah, yeah. sounds like it. Sir, can you put the shotgun down? I have an officer arriving at your door now. No, the, the, the gun is down. The gun is down and unloaded. Okay, I have an officer arriving now. He should be at your front door soon. So it just goes to show, even if you're a rich celebrity, you're living in a, a wealthy urban or suburban area, you're in close proximity to the cops. It still takes time for the cops to come to get to you. For sure. Even if you're a high priority person and they're in, they're close to you. Remember this next time politician tomorrow when they're trying to make it harder for the rest of us who are not of the same means, who probably yeah. live farther away. From police officers when they make it try to make it harder to defend ourselves so uh, uh apparently nobody was hurt so that's that's all good i don't think anybody got hurt just fletcher cox's property is damaged he did stuff to his car too apparently but, don't you wish that idiot would have gotten hurt uh, i wouldn't feel bad for him at all i mean as far as i'm concerned i don't i mean i know new jersey law would not support this but if you're on someone's property beating the shit out of their windows with what looks like clear intent to enter yeah, yeah i mean you've you picked the wrong your, house buddy yeah, you forfeited your right to live, as uh, Stephen Crowder would say in such mm-hmm. a scenario. Uh, Kanye. Kanye is at it again. Good for him. Man's a genius. I haven't listened to it, though, so I can't even opine. Have well, you? This, this, I have listened to segments of this radio appearance. and uh, Oh, no, well, I mean the album. Oh, no, I haven't listened. I'm not a big, like, Con- I'm, not a, I'm not really that into Kanye's music. I like Kanye the guy. But I don't care about his music. That song, All of the Lights, is so woke. Everybody listens to that I've, song. It's awesome. I guess I've never paid close attention to the lyrics. Yeah, he talks about like getting divorced, raped, and losing custody of his child and stuff. Hmm. Well, of course, he's he's been no stranger to uh, progressive ire for wearing a MAGA hat and visiting Trump in the White House and all that stuff. He's got his new record out. It's called Jesus is King. This week, he appeared on Los Angeles radio with host Big Boy to discuss his record and his opinions. And Kanye is back to, among other things, ripping white liberals who want to tell black people how to behave and how to vote. I thought at least the segments of this interview that I've seen have been fantastic. Here's a portion. They were fighting for us to have the right to our opinion, not the right to vote for whoever the white liberals said black people are supposed to vote for. Then James Corden went in and said, well, this president, you're Christian, and this president, I don't see anything Christian about him. I said, okay, so last year, y'all tried to tell me who I was supposed to vote for because I'm black. Now this year, white liberals trying to tell me who I'm supposed to vote for because I'm Christian. That would be like, I live in Calabasas, so everyone in my car has got to be a convertible, huh? It's just all based on y'all vision of what I'm supposed to do. We are in a country where we allowed to like whatever we like. What do you say to people <laughs> that say you turned you turned your back on the culture or exactly one hundred percent? I have turned my back on the idea of victimization mentality. We went from one of four to one of three 
but we always pointing at the white people, but yet we want to spend all of our money on foreigns. We want to spend all our money on luxury as opposed to going and buying some land. But the culture has you focused so much on fucking somebody, bitch, and pulling up in a foreign and rapping about things that could get you locked up and then saying you about prison reform. Mm. Like, it's, bro, we brainwashed out here, bro. Come on, man, this is a free man talking. Democrats had us voting Democrats for food stamps for years, bro. What is you talking about? Guns in the 80s, taking the fathers out the home, Plan B, lowering our votes, making us abort our children. God should not kill. What did he say about plan? What, what did he say? I couldn't tell what the last part was, but it was just, the, it was about, you know, aborting black children and destroying the black home and the black family and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, all I can say is good with a slow clap. I, I This kind of stuff uh, from someone with the level of influence that he has it's gonna it's gonna have some influence it's gonna peel peel people away it's gonna show people that you don't have to toe the party line whether you agree with what he's saying with or not i just i love the way that he I, that he's he's sort of a trumpy bull in a china shop type figure in in um uh for that i, I don't know for that community for hip-hop in general all that stuff it's great appreciate everything that he had to say and the full interview i'm told is also a fantastic listen yeah uh, did you see these cases of, um, of these weird anti-speech? Well, one's a proposed law and one is how a law is being enforced mm-hmm. in Connecticut. Yeah. This, uh, I, I can't believe it. I know, I know this stuff has to go to the court to be challenged, to be determined to be in violation of the first amendment. But the fact that this stuff is even happening, who are these people in this country who, apparently loathe the concept of free speech so much that this is even an issue where these laws even exist and they're being in the, in the first case here, actually charged. So, uh, at the university of Connecticut, uh, three students were walking through the parking lot of a student housing complex on the evening of October 11th. They were, you ever play this game when you were growing up? The penis game. Yeah. That's what it was called for me too. They were playing the uh, the N-word game. <laughs> oh, but really? What you do is you just take a, an obscene word and you yell it progressively louder and see who gets noticed first. It's just, it's a juvenile game. I, as far as I know, pretty much everyone has played a variation of this. Yeah. And the, the, the case in question was actually caught on tape by a nearby resident. So this is the controversial episode in question. You can't even hear it, really. There they are walking by. That's it. That's it. They, That's it? They, That's the whole thing? Yes. They're not even... Well, one, it's debatable if they're even yelling it. It sounds like they're just saying it to me. I hardly heard anything. Yeah. Uh, two 21-year-olds have been, uh, have been arrested and charged with ridicule on account of creed religion color denomination nationality or race police found upon investigation that the third person in the video did not participate in saying the word i guess they can't get him illegal being an accomplice (laughs) helping them escape with his car or something like that 
Okay, so the two students were released from custody after promising to return for a scheduled court date on October 30th. We'll see how that goes. Students at, at UConn are doing their usual outrage routine, saying police and school have been too slow in response to punishing an incident that's two weeks old now. But impossibly, unless I have read this Washington Post article wrong, this Washington Post article does not mention the First Amendment, does not mention free speech. I know that it is speculative and will let the court decide, but this seems as unconstitutional as it could possibly get. Yeah, I don't know how they could possibly support this. These people are facing charges for saying a word. Like, the issue of harassment and fighting words and all that kind of stuff, when you're actually in someone's face saying inflammatory things, that can get kind of dicey. These are just people walking, saying a word to each other. I mean, I guess they're trying to get other people's attention, but there's no harassment. There's no harassment. There's fighting nobody, They're not targeting anybody. It's, it's baffling. So this just got caught on camera. Yes. And as far as I know, that's the only footage that investigators have is this footage that we just saw. And how did I this come to light? Uh, com- that the person posting that stuff on social media and complaining about it, all the student outrage. And of course, they, they got the police involved. Now, there's also this proposed law. We're not seeing any effects because, you know, it's just an idea for now. But in Massachusetts, a Boston Democrat in the state, uh, in the state legislature, Daniel Hunt, this is a guy. This isn't even a chick. You'd, you'd think some hardcore feminist would write this. He's advancing a bill that would prohibit the use of the word bitch but only to accost, annoy, degrade, or demean another person. So if you say the word bitch in a mean way, no. you can say that that's a very this nice bitch This is totally unconstitutional. They can't do this on university campuses, can they? They do well, have this... like like legal microcosms there, which is the only reason I'm asking. But like they have to adhere this... to constitutional values. Well, c- certainly at state, uh, state institutions like UConn, absolutely. This particular one in Massachusetts is just a general state law as proposed. Like you can't maliciously call someone a bitch in Massachusetts. You, if, you're, if you're a dog breeder, you can say, I have an award-winning bitch. I That's have the a, only uh, time you can say it. Yeah, I have a purebred bitch right over there. That's fine. Uh, according, uh, The bill also specifies that the person called a bitch or a witness to the bitch calling can report the crime to police who presumably would investigate. Now, uh, in both of these cases, and again in this one, it's not even the law yet, so let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's a proposed idea. It hasn't passed. I'd be shocked if it passed. Let's say it did, though. Unless I'm missing something, both of these cases are obviously unconstitutional. But the thing to remember here is they won't or wouldn't be struck down until and unless they reach the Supreme Court uh, and are considered, which that can be a very long time. That's not like tomorrow in the case of the Yukon incident. And of course, these are insane outliers for now, but they are the logical extension of the gun grab and the rest of the attempt to restrict or remove your rights. They will take away your ability to defend yourself, or at least they want to. And then they'll make sure that your opinions, your speech, your thoughts, that they're all aligned with the acceptable speech, thought, ideas. All of that. They're at, they want to control your very mind itself. I know I'm starting to sound Alex Jonesy, but this stuff is the logical extension of the moves that they're making now. Yeah. The slippery slope. That's a fallacy. Well, I've been watching fallacies <laughs> become real for at least the last five years. Yeah. Let's talk about gay marriage for a second. <laughs> 
anyway, you, you will see more of this, not less. Uh, so, so keep your eyes peeled. It's hard to have a serious conversation like this. Yeah. Well, next we have to talk up, talk about transgender issues. We could take a break if you would prefer. I but mean, it's gonna... the Jessica Yaniv thing, that's kind of funny. But this set, this case of the seven-year-old makes me rage. All right. So let's take a break before that one. But we could do, we could do Jessica Yaniv in the... Is it Yaniv? Have I been saying I this know. improperly? I don't know. I've heard people pronounce it a bunch of different ways. Uh, let's do these, th- that and the transgender athletes and then take a break. Okay, Polaris589. Just a reminder, the song I made from Gannon's poetry was emailed to you. It was sent from Mad Men Ministries at oh. hotmail.com. Feel free to play it live if you think if it's good enough. So we're taking a break now. Uh, oh, you, you want me not I want don't to? care. Whatever. I thought, I thought you just told me to. No, I thought we were going to do these three stories and then take a break. Oh, that's fine. We can do that. Okay, well, <laughs> thanks for the super chat. Uh, I must have not listened to your follow. I, I'm like a trainer on a track. I'm like, I'm just going <laughs> to. I'd say, I know, the, the, the nose muffles the sound coming into your ears. So maybe the wig. <laughs> the wig. That makes much more sense. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Um, so Jessica Yaniv, Yaniv infamously brought human rights complaints against multiple British Columbia estheticians for declining to perform services on her male genitals. She lost her cases. Uh, the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms today issued a news release declaring victory on behalf of their clients as an early ruling in favor of the mostly home-based salon. One, one second. Sorry, the website's making noise. Shut up, website, and your stupid ads. Sorry. The home-based salon workers was announced just one day after the Canadian federal elections, and the decision noted, human rights legislation does not require a service provider to wax a type of genitals they are not trained for and have not consented to wax. The decision further found that Yaniv engaged in improper conduct, filed complaints for improper purposes, and, and concluded that, that his testimony was disingenuous and self-serving. Finally noted the tribunal, Yaniv was evasive and argumentative and contradicted, hmm. contradicted her herself. This is well, what the Canadian him. caller on Wednesday said to me, that the, exactly this, that the 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 tribunal or whatever this human rights authority is concluded Yaniv's testimony was disingenuous and self-serving. Yeah. So if the content was identical but it was sincere, this yeah. would be fine. Is that a no. conclusion? No. I, I just don't care if it's disingenuous or self-serving. Like neither yeah. of those are objective standards by which we can judge this because if the person was sincere and compassionate in yeah. their testimony but still wanted to demand that people wax his balls right that should not stand yes Uh, okay this is a feelings court what we're talking about it is is a feelings court court, but i'm still happy with the ruling and of course um, but it's based on nonsense but they can they can apparently order him to pay so he has to pay two thousand dollars payable to each of three of the five women represented by the justice center and as you remember somebody had to shut down their salon because of this i was going to say that's all like they're $2,000 $2,000 has to be even a fraction of their legal fees, not to mention the business lost and just the overall headache. Yeah. I, that didn't seem like very much to me, but it, it's an amount that they could achieve, I suppose. Okay. Well, uh, Jessica Yaniv might not have emerged victorious, but hey, it was a great week for other transgender people wanting to uh, enforce their ways upon the rest of society. Yeah. Wow. Rachel McKinnon, a transgender athlete, sets world best uh, the world record but uh, she's ruled out tokyo for 2020 so 37 year old canadian rachel mckinnon uh, rachel mckinnon she is a biological male and she's uh, she's a trans cyclist who competes against women 
he uh, defended. I'm go, I'll probably go back and forth between she and he. So, <laughs> yeah, excuse it's so that. bizarre. Defended his sprint title at the Masters Track Cycling World Championship in Manchester, UK. This about uh, a week and a half ago. In the process, this guy set a new world record, a new world record time in qualifying. He beat American Don Orwick for the gold with Denmark's Kirsten Harup Sovang claiming the bronze, uh, the bronze. Both of those competitors are biological females. And this biological male on your screen there also won silver in the 500 meter time trial earlier this week. So I guess you got to feel really good if you're the gold medal winner, right? Gold medal winner. Uh, who I assume is a biological female, but I haven't confirmed that. Uh, but as I mentioned, in case you're hoping to see uh, Rachel McKinnon at the Olympics in 2020, and that's frankly why I'm looking forward to the Olympics in the future, because it's going to be this crap all over. McKinnon says qualifying is no longer realistic, but surely, uh, you know, it, surely it's not going to be a long time until either this person or someone else changes his mind in an yeah. interview with uh with sky news mckinnon said that attempts to level the playing field for women's sports by discriminating against transgender athletes was the equivalent of quote denying their human rights all my records say female mckinnon said my doctor treats me as a female person my racing license says female but people who oppose so my <laughs> people who oppose my existence still want to think of me as male so if we want to say that I believe you're a woman for all of society, except for this massive central part that is sport, then that's not fair. Nobody's saying you can't ride a bike. They're just saying you can't compete in women's sports right. because you are not a woman. Now, this is, this is the, um, the worst thing that this person has said. On Sunday, this, this being last Sunday, McKinnon tweeted, quote, I have yet to meet a real champion who has a problem with trans women Real champions want stronger competition. If you win because bigotry got your competition banned, you're a loser. Uh. <laughs> a bigotry got your competition banned. I'm, I hope we see that argument in favor of steroids in baseball or performance-enhancing drugs in football. Well, it's, it's bigotry to oppose this modification of my body, this uh, synthetic hormone that I'm using to to boost my performance. It's bigotry if you oppose that for competitive reasons. And again, that's why people oppose this. It's competitive reasons. Nobody's saying you can't live your life the however weirdly you want to live it. Just uh, I, I agree with this, though, because I think it's hilarious. I, I And I'm totally, we should all be advocating for removal of gender-segregated sports. Well, for that everybody's is, sake, to neutralize all female sports. That that's how is, we do it. That is the end result here. It's it's going to take a little while, but the records that she's breaking, every single female sports record will be broken. I mean, how long until the WNBA is the TNBA? Yeah. The Transgender National Basketball Association. It's yeah. all going to be uh, transgender subpar athletes, formerly male, who are now breaking women's records. And we're seeing that again. Remember this person... Um, Jonathan Eastwood, now June Eastwood. This is this is a runner at the University of Montana. Oh yeah, with the pigtails. Yes, and I we remember. we saw some of the promotional documentary a few weeks or months ago. Well, uh, Jonathan uh, June Eastwood is running uh, this fall 
for the University of Montana Grizzly cross country team. Not a great male runner at the collegiate level, dominating as a female runner. This week, the Big Sky Conference named two dudes as <laughs> one is the men's Big Sky Conference cross country athlete of the week, and the other dude is the women's Big Sky cross country athlete of the week. June Eastwood receiving the award because he finished second out of 204 runners at the Santa Clara Bronco Invitational in California. The actual chick who won the event and beat this guy is not from the Big Sky Conference, so that's why she didn't get the award. She's from San Jose State. She beat June Eastwood, the biological male, by one second. 20 minutes, 17.6 seconds to 20 minutes, 18.7 seconds how hard do you think she was running at the end to get away (laughs) it's it's so funny you see i mean you see these these transgender runners and they have arm tone that would make michelle obama blush yeah it's women cannot achieve this and now they're just saying this is just what the new standard competition is fine because we wanted feminists fine enjoy yeah enjoy there's going to be more each and every year uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, we've already talked about this particular story, so I'll just move on in the interest of time. But next up, we do have this this custody battle over the trans child in Texas, so that'll take a little bit of time. Let's uh, let's take a break. Sure. Oh, that's what you meant. Okay. Uh, Stevie AF, trans kids, meh, the prettiest boys should be spirited off to a remote island to be <laughs> transmogrified into hot babes for the delectation of rich Arabs off with their <laughs> ghoulies. Yeah, really. <laughs> Uh, Lane Moseman, Matt and Blonde, what are your thoughts on the impact of the U.S. if the We Exit, Wexit movement that erupted in Alberta this week gained enough momentum for Alberta to secede from Canada and become a state? Uh, you want to take that one? Because uh, I, I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything it, about it either. Perhaps we can resolve two culture wars amicably by <laughs> making a trade with Canada. Like you get our coastal bullshit in exchange for your how would that work like well yeah i guess then we're kind of sandwiched but i would certainly trade alberta and saskatchewan for like the the worst like the entire west coast at this point basically and most of the east fine maybe we uh, can work out a deal lane moseman madam Blonde, what are your thoughts on the impact for the u.s oh i just read that one. Oh my god my brain uh, Deep Center Field Press, Shill Mode. I released a book on Amazon. So if you have a Kindle, a manhood doctrine, Jason Powers is available on Halloween for download. For the price of a latte, $7.99, you too can fund a Somali Dindu nothing writer. <laughs> wow. Steel and <laughs> okay. Souls 15, getting ready for Halloween, and we aren't talking about Kanye West Chick-fil-A ode. Um, oh, that's true. I didn't, I didn't hear that. But by the way, I had Chick-fil-A for the non-airport Chick-fil-A for the first time this week yeah and uh it was decent but what i had the uh, so i had it twice first i had the sandwich the deluxe sandwich with the cheese and the pickles and all that and then i had the nuggets and the nuggets are the way to go i was misinformed that the sandwiches are the correct pick no it's all about the nuggets i told you that yes yeah there's nothing wrong with the sandwich it's fine it's a fine chicken sandwich but the nuggets are the correct pick for anyone who is having the same experience uh dakota stanton no. rachel pumpkin dole is all yeah that really is what i'm going to <laughs> um, yeah that's the and by the way too uh the chick-fil-a i went to massive line 
Good. Massive line in the middle of uh, supposedly progressive uh, suburban Minneapolis. Nobody cares. They're all just there for the chicken. They don't care that the, the Chick-fil-A hates gays or whatever. They don't care. Arson, INV, I'm on the road for work and I'm a dreaded boomer, but I am working hard and hand, handing shekels to my favorite YouTubers. Thank you so much. We appreciate oh, it. Thanks. Sorry about all the boomer talk. <laughs> Not all. DSA, Kevin Flanagan. I can't read any of the ones where, where I don't know what you're talking about. Too dangerous? Well, yeah. All right. He's getting more subtle. Wildcat78, Matt's white face Prince costume is 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, Prince was a tranny before there were trannies, you know? Like, yeah. Prince, Prince was original in that regard. Uh, Boogeyman917, Hong Kong, ma'am. Yep. Mm. Um, our son, INV. Uh, Matt and I dated until he demanded I wax his pool balls. That sounds like a fair request. <laughs> a big donation from Brady Sutliff. Wow, Matt, I want to be the sweat inside your latex. However, it's my unfortunate displeasure to tell you I'm a sheepskin man. Ew. Ah, well, Blonde. thank you. I am not, I'm not the only one. I am not the only one in the chat that now is a thing for clowns. All right. <laughs> You're both amazing and happy Halloween. This is the most uncomfortable costume. I've done on the show yet, I think. Are you going to dress up to answer uh, for trick-or-treaters on Thursday? Uh, I guess so. Oh, are you going to wear that or something else? I'm going to wear something else. Okay. Because <laughs> I was supposed to go to a Halloween party last night, and I had like my costume already, and then I was not feeling well, so I, mm. I did not go. Um, Hassan Chop, Matt, what's your pronoun tonight? He, she, or Z? It is ma'am. Obviously, Obviously. it is ma'am. Matthew Riley, uh, good to see Matt. Good to see that you are no longer letting social norms keep you from letting your freak flag fly <laughs> in the closet. And how are you feeling about them Niners now? I still don't buy it. I know they had a good game against a good team. I was actually watching it doing show prep today. I'm sorry. I'm still, I still don't buy it. My prediction on the Niners, write it down, bring it back later. One and done in the playoffs. They might get the buy for sure, but they will lose their first playoff game. Write it down. Uh, let's circle back to the rest of these. All right. I want to talk about this terrible, terrible story. Uh, yeah, let me before I, I do want to just catch up with a few on Streamlabs real quick. And then I want to uh, take care of our um, our D live people as well. Uh, wow. Everyone's hanging out over on Streamlabs, apparently, including Blonde's mom. Just a few for now. Uh, Philip says Blonde is not nearly as racist as she pretends to be. Every time Trump says we want qualified immigrants she grins and says qualified is code for white. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Uh, Philip says the connection between gay marriage and child drag queens, sex in the city caused both TV, TV made the gay best friend cool. So society welcomed gays, but, but some fucked up women try to turn their sons into their gay best friend. I got a few good emails about, um, why we've observed what we were talking about. Like why, the slippery slope has led to Desmond or so yeah. it would seem. Yeah. And the most compelling case I've heard is that at the heart of both is a fundamental denial of the differences between men and women, Yep. which I think is a, a pretty good case. Like I never supported gay marriage because I thought it was the exact same thing and that men and women are the exact same thing. Right. I supported it because I think it's a distinction that has no victim and so shouldn't be legally punished. But I do think there are a lot of people out there who certainly believe that they're the that that a gay marriage and a traditional uh, heterosexual marriage are, are literally the exact same thing. How? How could you think that? I think there's a lot of progressives who do think that. But maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, that's the that's 
there's probably more to expand on that. I don't think it's complete, but I think that's a decent starting point that helps me think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say over on DLive too, thanks to Darth Jones, B-Ot, and Callie SoCal for supporting the show. Much appreciated, guys. I'll see if they let me open up the, um, the treasure chest. Get that going for you guys. Uh, I don't even know if it's going to work. It always says, sorry, you can't do that. Then it goes off. <laughs> so we'll see if burp. it goes. Yep, uh, Coors Burp. Cameron says, hey, Matt and Blonde, did you see the video clip of Charlie Kirk getting BTFO by an audience member asking about the USS Liberty? Apparently asking questions about this historical event is considered anti-Semitic and a conspiracy theory. Happy Halloween, you two. I haven't seen the clip. Did you see it? I saw it. What what happened? He was asked a question and it was the Charlie engage? Kirk one. That's what he said, right? Yeah. Did he engage or did he just no? Say, he went ballistic about it's all these these based ass zoomers like looking dapper as hell, lining up, asking Charlie Kirk a million questions that he cannot answer, just hmm. putting him in him bind. It is so funny. Somebody sent me an email about it. Um, you know, because he's like the millennial neocon Charlie Kirk, that guy. Well. I don't think that anybody has an obligation to answer any particular question. Like, but nobody you just talked have, about how but, it's a huge conspiracy and don't be bringing my conspiracies to blah, blah. Yeah. And then I watched another one where he was talking about how immigration needs to be a meritocracy and everything. And it's like, if this you is engage- what conservatives want. You guys want immigrants from all over the world coming because they're smart and they're going to improve our economy. No. Moratorium well, I- on immigration idiots. I'll leave that point aside because maybe we have a slight debate there, but we've talked about it before. Anyway, uh, if you engage on the point and then rage quit and make like weird accusations, I'm a lot less simp. Uh, I have no sympathy for you in that situation. If you just say, listen, I, I'm not, I don't want to talk about that. I have to protect everybody's right to refuse a particular question, but if you no, engage he, he and then rage quit, yeah, I don't think he rage quit, but he's like, you know, I, I, I've, I watch all these clips one after another, so I can't quite remember um, which one belongs to which. But he was talking about how, you know, we give money to Israel because they're our greatest ally and we need to continue to give them give them billions of dollars. And like the, the questions were quite legitimate. You know, like we, we give more money to Israel than we do to many impoverished African nations. Why is that? And he was just talking about the economic benefit to the United States, the economic benefit to the United States. Hmm. It's like, is this what conservatism has, has come to represent? Like we only care about what profits us as a nation rather than, than our culture. And well, if you can articulate a benefit, I'm always willing to listen. It's just a question of whether you can demonstrate that benefit or not, but I I won't put words in his mouth without having seen the clip. I'll send them to you. Uh, Somebody emailed me, emailed me all of them, but the links were white. So it was hard to tell. Okay. Uh, Raggle Fraggle says after seeing this Wednesday's lack uh, super chats. It seems clear. Matt is the pimp and blonde is his bottom bitch. Actually, it was pretty good. I mean, the for doing a Wednesday show solo, it, I was like, this might be absolute shit. But did it go okay? I'm sorry, guys. Actually, I felt really awful. It went pretty okay. I only streamed for an hour and people were hanging out. We had plenty more callers than I could get to. Um, I went through all the super chat at the end. You know, it's it's. I, I was talking about it during the stream, but like, there's there you. For me personally, some people are very good at streaming alone, but there's something that's missing when you don't have someone with whom you have a chemistry to banter with. Aww. You can't just generate kind of momentary chuckles on your own. Yeah. So 
Uh, it, it went better than I expected it to, but I hope I don't have to do it again. I'm sorry, <laughs> so, you won't. Yeah. Uh, and Regal Fregel says, I'm sorry to hear about the passing of Caesar. Our thoughts and prayers are with you, Blonde. I mean, nope, what else could have caused him or caused you to miss a show? I mean, hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, Blonde would be here celebrating if Caesar had passed. I am, I am worried that he's just going to keep living forever. I don't know. Email me if you've ever had a dog that like you really don't like very much. It makes me feel bad. Can you put down a dog just because you don't like it? Is that legal? <laughs> I mean, he pees everywhere, and he's got to wear yeah. these belly bands, and he attacks me ferociously. He's just mean. With the teeth he doesn't have, you know. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'll come back to uh, to Streamlabs, uh, stream and Blonde's mom is up first, so don't let me forget. Anyway, this is where uh, we haven't sufficiently broken Blonde's soul yet tonight. This is where we begin. Uh, I will qualify, and people I've heard discussing this story have qualified it the same way. Uh, I will qualify this story by saying most of the reporting I'm seeing is from the dad's perspective. And mom seems to speak a lot less publicly, um, unless I'm missing where that is published. I will uh, qualify this by nothing. The dad is just trying to get media outraged because it's absolutely insane what's I, happening there. Based on what I've seen, yes. And I will. I do have some questions about this story that I'll save for the end. But, <sighs> um, but what's happened is, is there's this guy in the Dallas, Texas area. His name is Jeff Younger. He's got a seven-year-old son named James. James is one of two twins he has with his ex-wife, Anne Gor- Gorgulis. We'll go with Gorgulis. <laughs> My mom Anne just texted has, me, I'm not on the stream. It must be somebody else. It's an it's imposter. Fun. I can't believe it. Um, Anne, Anne has been treating James as trans, referring to him as Luna, dressing him up in dresses and makeup and teaching him that he's a girl. Jeff had spoken about uh, this experience on a podcast or a radio show previously. And, uh, man, this just this brief clip is excruciating and, and painful. And we talk about this uh when the story came out around a year and a half ago. I mean, we we did. Yeah. I, it was brought up to me that we did mention it, although I don't remember much about discussing it. We but did. This, yeah. uh, but this is what uh, Jeff has had to say about his experience on a, on a show. I want you to imagine having electronic communication with your son hmm. on FaceTime. Your ex-wife has addressed him as a drag queen to talk to you. Hmm. He has false eyelashes and makeup. His hair has got glitter in it. He's wearing a dress. Imagine how you would feel seeing what I believe is actual sexual abuse. I believe this is not just emotional abuse, but is the very most fundamental form of sexual abuse, tampering with the sexual identity of a vulnerable boy. You have to see your son sexually abused, and you have to maintain your calm. You have to be the one who's calm because the courts are not going to be fair to you. Mm. The only way you can survive this and get your son through this alive is to calmly allow your son to be tortured right before your eyes and outlast the opposition. Oof. Oh my God. Jeff has also posted a conversation with his son in which he, uh, or in which his son describes his mom's treatment. This is what the little boy says. You're a boy, right? No. I'm a girl. Who told you you're a girl? Mommy. When did she tell you you were a girl? 
Because I love girls. So mommy told you you were a girl? Uh-huh. Does mommy um, do anything else like with a girl with you? Mm-hmm. Like what? Like chesses. What, what does she do? She do pendant on me. She puts dresses on you? Oh, wow. Does she do anything with your fingers? Yeah. What? She paints my nails. And what does mommy tell you? She tells me I'm a girl. Oh, okay. Do you think you're a girl? Uh-huh. You do? Is that why you wear this? So that you can have long hair? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That yeah. poor kid. So, Ugh. Jeff Younger had petitioned a court in Texas to grant him sole custody of his twin sons in part to avoid a plan to infuse James with female hormones. The court ruled uh, earlier that Gorgulis, the, the wife or mom, would maintain sole custody of the two children and go forward with the plan to give James the hormone treatment. Anne's original court filing had sought to limit her ex-husband's visits with the children and require that he now refer to James, a little boy that you just saw, as Luna. She further asked that Jeffrey, the father, not be exposed to... Or no, um, sorry, she asked that James, the son, not be exposed to any people who would not confirm his female identity. However, is that, how is that even possible without locking him in the house? I don't know. Uh, but this, this case got massive. This decision, uh, my understanding is it was by a jury earlier uh, in the week, received massive yeah. public backlash. And we haven't mentioned it here, but I think it's important to note that she conceived through IVF using donor eggs. So she is the non-biological oh, mother. Really? I didn't know that. And he is the biological father of the child. And she still okay. retained custody, which is just makes it more outrageous. I'm not saying that if you've gone through IVF and you use donor eggs, that those aren't your children, but they aren't your biological children. That I believe, let me know in the live chat if I'm incorrect, I believe she used donor eggs and then his sperm. And then she still carried the child? And or? she still carried the child. Okay. In response to this decision, there was there was massive public backlash, including from Texas politicians like Ted Cruz. Governor Greg Abbott announced the state, uh, various state child protection agencies would investigate the case. That was earlier in the week. Amid the public scrutiny, uh, at least th this has been somewhat reversed or certain elements have been changed. Judge Kim Cooks put aside the prior jury's verdict, verdict and ruled that Jeff Younger now has equal joint custody with mom. This includes equal share in medical decisions for the boys. The judge also changed the custody terms to give Younger an equal amount of visitation time with his sons, something that previously had been severely limited. So we have a, a partial reversal here, if not... Uh, I mean, it's, I don't think mom's changed her mind, so I would expect this battle to continue. But what about the hormone therapy? This kid doesn't know what's going on. He's screwed now. His life is fucked up, irreparably messed up because of his idiot mom. Well, because the dad married the wrong woman. That's what happened here. And I Ugh. think, uh, like, be, I, I don't dispute the father's claim that this is child abuse. That I, I think the mom, if this is accurate and there's not some other explanation or the kid's not making it up, that the mom is failing in her primary role of being a guide for her son to make sense of the world. We talk about that all the time. That's your number one job. Help your kid make sense of the world, not turn it into something nonsensical that's going to frustrate them and yeah. aggravate them and, and grow them into confused, resent, uh, confused adults full of resentment. That's what's going to happen. Beyond all of that, 
from the I, I would like to hear some legal people uh, fill me in on this because I think it's ridiculous. I agree. I'm glad that dad has more of a say. It seems like based on what I've seen that dad should have full say of what's going on here. But mm-hmm. as a standard, it seems to me ridiculous that simple public backlash would cause a reversal within a court case. So none of the facts changed. It's just public pressure. And if we have a justice system uh, that's dictated by public pressure, that's or public outrage. Yeah, that's a bad standard. Even even if this one ended up on the right side for now, that's a dangerous, inconsistent, totally subjective standard. Oh, we make decisions. People get real pissed. Okay, never mind. We change the decisions. Actually, none of the facts changed. So why why would the decision change? I know that one was a jury decision, one was a judge. So perhaps this is well actually more common than I realize. Again, I'm not right. the legal mind, so they could probably explain that to me. But just at a surface layman level, that seems worrisome and then the only other question that i have uh again this is just the interest of this case is so egregious that there's a big part of me that's like there's got to be something we're we're missing this is so this is so bad that there's got to be something we're missing nope (sighs) on what basis was was dad denied equal custody in the first place what was the reason for that are we missing something there that's that's what makes me maybe wary of this case as described that's not a i don't know women typically get custody it could be it could be as simple as uh, court bias against dad i haven't and, heard anything anything yeah. that would make me think that he deserved to lose custody my only yeah that's my only question is there is is there something else that's not being reported and i'm not saying this to throw dad under the bus or to defend mom i say that because the facts and the development as we've seen it is so insane that there's a huge part of me that's like we're we're missing something. Yeah. Something's there's something there to explain this that we're not seeing. I don't think so. Well, welcome to Clown World, I suppose. Did you see uh well, I know you did cuz you were Skyping <laughs> me about it. Members of Congress incoherently grilling Zuck, our friend Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, it was fantastic. Good for them. Uh you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was nice to watch him sweating a little bit. I mean, obviously, I hate what they have to say, but um, I love it when the left cannibalizes its own. Is that uh, redundant? Yeah, I guess so. Well, Mark Zuckerberg joins it. the right-wing death squad when? Because it seems like a matter of time the way they're treating I don't want guy. him. Fuck that guy. <laughs> well, he has valuable tech skills. Come on. I guess so. We can put him to use. He's good at spying on people for intel. We can certainly use him in, uh, yeah, in, in the forthcoming boogaloo or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, the House Financial Services Committee grilled Facebook founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg this week about his his, uh, forthcoming Libra cryptocurrency, fact-checking political ads on Facebook, and much more. The hearing was over six hours long, so don't worry. We'll only watch uh, three separate highlights of insane questioning. Uh, Starting with uh, Representative Al Green, a Texas Democrat who uh, wants to stick up for representation for the alphabet mafia at Facebook and at the people running this Libra cryptocurrency. The Libra Association oversees the Libra project. The association is made of uh, today 21 companies and nonprofit organizations as well. Of the 21, how many are headed by women? Uh, Congressman, I do not know the answer to that off the top of my head, but I can get it for you. Well, I believe you can get it, Mr. Zuckerberg, but I 
one would assume that you would know who heads these corporations that are going to be running this global company. How many of them are minorities, Mr. Zuckerberg? Uh, Congressman, I, I do not know off the top of my head. Are there any members of the LGBTQ plus community associated with this association, Mr. Zuckerberg? Congressman, I, I don't know the answer. Mr. Zuckerberg, is it true oh, this is so uncomfortable. that the overwhelming it's... majority of persons associated with this endeavor are white men? Uh, Congressman, I, I don't know off the top of my head the list of the people who are running the organizations in, in the, the association. Yeah, that guy just speaks painfully slow in addition yeah. to having ridiculous questions. Uh, but it, it, the question to respond with is how many alphabet people how many lmnops are in the are in congress i mean I, they know you know that they're underrepresented in congress statistically does that delegitimize congress how many lgbt bbq people do you have on your staff al green is it enough is it perfectly representative and even if it is aligned with demographics how come you aren't giving them an affirmative action boost to make sure that they're overrepresented right. to overrepresented to compensate for previous injustice and discrimination but did you notice, too, how he first describes Al Green, the guy asking the questions, he first describes Libra, this cryptocurrency operation, as a global company, a global institution, yeah. and a global service. And then he asks, how many of the people who run it are a minority, and then bemoans that it's mostly white men? White men are a global minority. <laughs> I know. You <laughs> jackass. <laughs> it's not about minority status. It's very clearly about hatred of white people. It's that simple. It's not about who are there less of this people or not. It's I, I hate whitey. No whiteys at Libra, please. Yeah. God, uh, this one with, I, I, is it Joyce Beatty? I don't know. I've never heard of this lady before. She's is it a Beatty? That's how you, Beatty? that's how you spell Warren Betty, Beatty. Warren okay, we'll, Beatty. I don't know what I'm talking about. We'll go with Beatty. This Democrat out of uh, Ohio, she says that Zuck is ruining black lives. <laughs> black lives are being ruined by black pumpkins and Mark Zuckerberg. Do you know who the Do you know who the firm that you employ for civil rights is, uh, Congressman? I, I don't. How, how could you not know when you have employed the most historical, the largest civil rights comp firm? And this is what's so frustrating to me. It's almost like you think this is a joke when you have ruined the lives of many people, discriminated against them. How? Do you know what percentage of African-Americans are on Facebook in comparison to majority folks? Do you know what the percentages are? People using the Facebook. Yes. Do you know what the percentages are for African-Americans? I don't because we don't collect the races of people. Well, it, 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 it came out in a report in the Pew Research uh, Center that was sent to you. So maybe you just don't read a lot of things that deal with civil rights or African-Americans. Okay. You're relevant. Uh, you're right. I actually kind of do feel bad for him. Not bad enough to like pity him, but uh, yeah. he, he's in a real bind here. He has somewhat set himself up for this kind of BS by uh, humoring. Somewhat. Yeah. This was the, the way Facebook was set up and he's exploited so many people and he has ruined people's lives. So I don't really give a shit if. She's... Well, not in the way she's describing. Yes. No. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, even if it's true, even if it is true that that proportionally less black people use Facebook, 
you you can't demonstrate to me that's because Facebook says no blacks, please. It could. Right. Why can't it be that black people generally choose other social media platforms because they like them, because they voluntarily make a selection different yep. from Facebook for the same reason that Facebook's demographic, I bet, is shifting older as younger people abandon it for the gram and other cooler apps, even though it's a Facebook property, you know, but the point is that I'm sure that the users of Facebook are not a perfect democratic uh, demographic representation of society at large. There are certain demographics that are more inclined to like it and others that aren't. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's not Mark Zuckerberg's job to read about civil rights and black people, it's his job to create a place where you can post whatever kind of bullshit about that you want. Why do we care what his opinions on civil rights and black people are? That's not, that's not why he is even, uh, why he's risen to the point to do this testimony anyway. Uh, I think AOC really takes the cake for this one, though. Well, you were commenting on her facial expression. What is yeah, it about Yeah, she her? gets this, like, righteous indignation that's characterized by her super, her fast cadence, her cadence, and then okay. her, her flared nostrils. Oh, okay. And then something I'll, about I'll like attention. her face, her facial symmetry too. Like she's clearly psychotic. Like we can all agree on that, right? <laughs> Just like that uh, Muslim compound lady, clearly mentally ill. Yeah. AOC says Zuck uses white supremacists like the Daily Caller to do his fact-checking, or at least white supremacist-affiliated publications like the Daily Caller. So you won't take down lies, or you will take down lies? I think it's just a pretty simple yes or no. Uh, in, I'm not talking about spin. I'm talking about actual in, Yes, in most cases, in a democracy, okay. I believe that people should be able to see for themselves what politicians that they may or may not vote for. So are you saying, won't take them their down. Character for themselves. So you won't take, you may flag that it's wrong, but you won't take it down. In your ongoing dinner parties with far right figures, some of who advanced the conspiracy theory that white supremacy is a hoax, did you discuss so-called social media bias against conservatives? And do you believe there is a bias? Uh, Congresswoman, so I don't remember everything that was in the sent in, in the question. That's all right. I'll move on. Can you explain why you've named the Daily Caller a publication white, uh, well documented with ties to white supremacists as an official fact checker for Facebook? Congresswoman, sure. We actually don't appoint the independent fact checkers. They go through an independent organization called the Independent Fact Checking Network that has a rigorous standard for who they allow to uh, to serve as a fact checker. So. You would say that white supremacists tied uh, publications what? meet a rigorous standard for fact-checking? Uh, Congresswoman, no, I would say that we're not the one assessing that, that standard. The inter- yeah, nobody grants your stupid premise. Sorry, lady. Oh, what a man. She just tried to trap him into saying that he supports white supremacy. Mark Zuckerberg supports white supremacy this like super jewish guy married to an asian that has stifled all of our free speech as a white supremacist <laughs> now are you people serious or he employs them or hires the outsources them at least whatever eat your own i don't care what happens to him i let's throw him to the wolves do you do you think that aoc let's see she has two choices here she's so authoritarian that she would ensure that this standard only works against her political enemies while not affecting her or is she so foolish or or oblivious to think that this standard could not possibly work against her because only her political opposition lies in the way that she's describing and not her. She has female and minority status. How could anybody possibly use this against her? She's at like the top of the victim hierarchy. She's protected 
until everybody gets taken out. I guess I'd like to ask her, I know this is Twitter and not Facebook, but let's say for a second this post was on Facebook. This still up from the 29th of January of this year. Uh, AOC on Twitter, quote, uh, responding to breaking news about Jussie Smollett being hospitalized after a potentially homophobic beating. She says, quote, there is no such thing as racially charged. This attack was not possibly homophobic. It was a racist and homophobic attack. If you don't like what is happening to our country, then work to change it. It is no one's job to water down or sugarcoat the rise of hate crimes. This with 30,000 retweets, 140,000 likes still up on Twitter. I would like to ask her sincerely, should Twitter take this down? Is, and, and, and if not, why not? But, but I'm curious too, is there a difference? She says, well, we're not talking about uh, spin. We're talking about actual disinformation. Right. What does this qualify as? I would call this factually false. I think that's a credible case to make. Yeah. Would she advocate for her own factually false statement to be removed? I think she would worm out of it. That's my speculation, but I don't know. Maybe she'd maybe she would say that this should be banned, that I should be brought to justice by my own standard. I mean, what do you think about that? Like printing outright lies? Do you think that there should be any standard for removal? Uh, I think that the current standard is the correct one. That is to say, if you're talking about a public figure in a political context, not only does it have to be factually proven to be false, not a matter of interpretation, factually false, but made with actual malice. So it needs to be demonstrated. That doesn't change, that doesn't change how they uh, adhere to their own guidelines. They don't actually remove things about Donald Trump because they're proven to be factually inaccurate. Yeah, I, want, I think that there are, there's probably some cases where maybe there's damage done that goes unpunished. But the point is, especially in the case of political speech, scrutinizing politicians, challenging politicians. Yeah, but who gives a shit what the standard is if there's no enforcement? What do you mean? The, I mean, the standard is currently enforced. No, I mean, I'm talking about Facebook, how they ah. how they treat, um, you know, things said about Donald Trump specifically that are malicious and obviously. Oh, untrue. yeah. Like, like, will Facebook uh, enforce? Well, that's the thing is Mark Zuckerberg saying we're not going to police political speech. Like you can lie about Trump if you want, just like Trump can lie. Right. OK, I thought you which were saying I, that standard is fine, which I agree with. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I would not police political speech. I think the appropriate way to handle I, I wouldn't police speech generally as far as lies, if you want to. I don't think that there's a clear lie in a lot of case or a clear line in a lot of cases between lie and spin, as she's calling it. I think these lines are far too tough, far too tough to draw. The way to separate the truth from the BS is through this public scrutinizing. It's through Everybody being able to quote, tweet, quote, tweet and reply to her bullshit and say why it's wrong yeah. and challenge it. Uh, you could come back at me and say, yeah, well, that tweet isn't even close to ratioed. It clearly got a lot of push for a bunch of bullshit. That's true. Uh, but I but I guess the other side of. The problem with this standard, the standard that she wants and that if we were to adopt her standard in a in the opposite political direction is you're still trusting one authority to get it right all of the time, right. as opposed to the decentralized, aggregated wisdom of everybody. Yeah, We're not gonna get it perfect, but I think decentralizing that authority is gonna get you the truth more often than just a guy or a high council of truth that will determine what is okay to say. Yep. Uh, and the other thing I wanted to say about this, uh, this show, remember, never forget, whenever you watch these BS House hearings, and the investigations and the Democrat-controlled House. Republicans do it, too. I shouldn't say it's strictly partisan. 
But never forget, they, these shows are uh, financed by your extorted public dime. Uh, you will pay for this or you will go to jail for many years. Right. Uh, and, um, and, and I just think it's important. And most of our audience gets it. But for people who maybe don't agree or their perspective is shifting or whatever, the next time you want the government to run something, remember, it is these people. And uh, when it comes to uh, regulating social media or having a government takeover of Facebook or Twitter or anything else, or having them tell Mark Zuckerberg how to run their business. I don't like Mark Zuckerberg. I think he sucks. He's saying some interesting things lately, but I don't trust him at all. He still did develop the platform. And if I had to trust him to make decisions about it over these people, I still would pick him as I know. That's, wow. That is, I, I'd pick him I over Al Green. I can't believe that I'm saying this, but I agree with you. Yeah. I, I can't pick these people to run anything, literally anything. And some of them haven't run anything. In fact, a lot of them, AOC specifically, what does she ever run? She has no expertise on anything <sighs> other than being insufferable. Yeah. Oscar award winning, apparently. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to say too, like this affiliation BS, why can't I make just as credible a case? Like, well, Vox and Huffington post are communist affiliated. Do, right. Are you comfortable with communist affiliated publications? Well, praising was she talking about the daily caller? Yes. That and Tucker's Tucker publication. Yeah, I don't know what his role is anymore, but I know he, I don't know if he was the founder or he was part of the people who founded it. He might still own it. He has some sort of foundational role with it. But Tucker, of course, has said on his show that I don't think he said white supremacism is a hoax. He said it's greatly overstated. And I think he's right in that assessment. But that's a conspiracy theory that should be banned. (laughs) Man, we're already running up tight on time. We got Katie Hill and, um, and hoax hate. Do you want to take another break or should we just go through let's these? Just, and... Let's just clear it out at the end. How about All right. That? Well, speaking of people that you don't want to run anything, if I haven't convinced you yet, uh, Katie Hill, and not that I have to give viewer discretion warnings for this show, because you're, quite honestly, your kids shouldn't be watching this show anyway. But um, well, let me uh, the breaking news, I should say, I'll get it out of the way. She She's now resigned as of an hour or two ago. It's unclear what will happen with the investigations that were announced this week. She's now out, though. So this is all the context that led to her resignation. I will show some nude pictures that have been censored. They should be YouTube safe, but, you know, they're somewhat graphic. Freshman California Democratic Congresswoman Katie Hill of California is amid, uh, or at least was amid, a scandal that emerged last week. It's been revealed that she had a three-way relationship with her husband and a staffer, a campaign staffer, this is part of the story, that lasted over a year before she broke it off earlier this year. The other part of the the scandal is that, unknown to either the staffer or her husband, the congresswoman also had allegedly been having an affair with a congressional staffer, not a campaign staffer, but an office staffer, the legislative director uh, that she had for about a year. So the, the campaign staffer, the one who was officially involved in this thruple, as they're calling it, a three-way couple. So all parties consented to this? The, the deception was with the alleged affair with her legislative director. So she's, she has her thruple, which and everyone consents. And this is a fourth party? Yes. The thruple everyone consents to. So as she I understand cheated it. on two people then? Arguably. And she's married to one. And then it's unclear when the third piece of the thruple she ditched. And so maybe she didn't cheat on that one. Why even get married? Well, 
she's not anymore. Her her husband has filed for divorce. Or maybe they're already divorced. I don't know. But uh, but the young woman involved in the thruple, this is the campaign staffer. She had joined Hill's campaign for Congress in 2017 right after graduating college. Hill's husband, okay, he did file for divorce after discovering the deceptive relationship with Hill's legislative director. So keep those two in your mind. One works for the campaign. One worked for her office after oh being elected. Oh my God, my head's going to explode. Okay. Some people know about others, but not all. Pictures and texts provided to Red State confirm Hill's relationship with her campaign staffer, the female. The craziest photo, or at least the most published photo to emerge, is uh, the one I'll put on screen now. That is Hill, uh, Congresswoman, former Congresswoman Katie Hill, fully naked, combing the staffer's hair. Oh, so, okay. Pictures uh, are, are, during the uh, during the Thruples relationship, the staffer apparently this person who's getting her hair combed. She joined the married couple on vacation, including one to Alaska. Katie Hill broke off the relationship sometime after moving to Washington D.C. in January of this year. After being elected, she said she wanted to minimize political risk. This week, additional photos were leaked and published by the Daily Mail which show Hill smoking a bong and uh, making out with a young female aide. I believe this is a, now a fifth, this person she's making out with, because the campaign staffer is actually pictured with her face here in this photo. What? Like an unblurred. I didn't so know that's about not this last the same person. person, I don't think. This bitch is 32, right? Yes, and the other reason I don't think this is the same person is the original person getting her hair combed was described as 22. This person here says 24, but I'm, I'm starting to lose track here. So anyway, she's just macking on all kinds of younger girls that she, that she has hired. Okay. And not only that, but this, there's this other picture of her, like things she's texting them of her smoking from bong. And she also has an iron cross tattoo in her pubic region. If you didn't catch that. Damn. Um, that, you know, that's just a, not that I care, but that's a fact that surely would be emphasized if her politics were conservative or libertarian. Okay. So I'm not going to rag on people that have personal histories because everybody kind of does. Yes. But I think that sometimes you can do some things in your life that just preclude you from becoming any kind of politician, <laughs> you know, become a YouTuber. That's fine. She that's seems okay. like she could entertain. Yeah. Seems like a fun time, yeah, potentially. But like, bitch, you can't be in Congress. What are you doing? Well, she would disagree. <laughs> uh, at least she would have previously. Until earlier today. But on Wednesday, the, the House Ethics Committee announced it has launched an investigation into Katie Hill. I don't, I don't know what the status of that investigation is or is going to be now that she's resigned as of today. The question of why do we care, I wanted to be clear on, because at some level, the case you're making is like, yeah, it's weird, it's degenerate, it doesn't seem criminal. Why should we care? Well, here are a few facts. One, uh, she sits or did sit on the Oversight and Reform Committee. So Ugh. not a great standard for ethics. House rules also prohibit relationships between members and their employees. There is certain conflict of interest there when you are making out with your various staffers or doing whatever it is that you're doing. And meanwhile, you're in charge right. of their professional development and their professional advancement and all that sort of thing. Um, there's issues of taxpayer and campaign finance. So this, as it stands now, the, the, the case with her legislative director, she disputes, she acknowledges the one with the younger girl, but assuming both are true, 
it's deceptive to both campaign donors and taxpayers. So some of the dishonesty is, is during the campaign to people who are donating to her campaign, not to finance weird thruple threesomes or whatever, like weird vacations and all this stuff. The other part is the rest of it's on the taxpayer dime as a Congresswoman. Uh, right. when, when the taxpayer is funding the operations of your office and you're using it as like this weird orgy room or something like that, that's a consideration. Neither of uh, neither campaign donors nor taxpayers are supposed to be paying for this kind of crap. The, I think a more compelling point though, is just the wild hypocrisy of uh, what she's been saying uh, over the last few years. So specifically about uh I love this tweet. This from November 20th of 2017. She tweets out, Donald Trump, Roy Moore, Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein, Louis C.K., Jeffrey Tambor, Brett Ratner, Al Franken, Ed Westwick, Hamilton Fish, Leon Weisseltier, uh, Terry Richardson, Mark Halperin, Roy Price, Kevin Spacey. Here's an idea. How about we put more women in positions of leadership? Mm, no. That's one that, uh, that aged poorly for, uh, for Katie Hill. I suppose we got the answer. We definitely need more women in leadership, just like just like Katie Hill. But it wasn't just that. It was huh. wild hypocrisy about Kavanaugh. I mean, she went after Kavanaugh this time last year a bunch on Twitter at events, calling him a serial predator. Oh. Accusing Kavanaugh of being a sexually inappropriate, unethical person. All the Do while, you she think was... her behavior is predatory? Well, I guess I'd, you'd ha- if you were going to say... I wouldn't I don't know that I would say predatory, but she's making a general allegation of unethical sexual behavior. Yeah, I don't know. You could possibly make an argument that she is in an authority position over somebody. I don't take that argument with men, though. But that is the Matt Lauer argument that we've previously scrutinized. I would definitely not call her predatory. As far as we know, everybody with whom she's had a physical relationship consented. There were people deceived about fidelity, but I don't think anybody's been um, forced upon against their will, if that's kind of where you're going from predator. Well, okay, so people in live chat, she went after young women starting their careers, it's textbook, but I've defended men in this exact situation because I don't think that, that the position of power is a legitimate argument for saying that somebody is predatory when women are innately sexually attracted to men that are in higher positions of power. I just, mm. I, I just don't buy, I just don't buy that that's an argument. Well, I, I think we're, I think we're kind of in the weeds anyway. She did use the predator language, but she's has a whole history of criticism of Kavanaugh. That's just broader about unethical, sexually inappropriate behavior, which she is clearly guilty of whether or not she preys on them. She is deceiving people. She's betraying the taxpayer. She's betraying her campaign. Well, donors. that's not the problem I have with her though. Like it's not the hypocrisy with calling other people predatory. Cause I don't think that she's a sexual predator. It's that everybody with a brain knows that Kavanaugh didn't do anything wrong, but they were just exploiting this terrible story for political gain. It's worse when you're doing it too, though. That's that's the thing is it's she didn't do anything that he like that he was accused of. But I just don't think that she thought that Ah. he actually did it. That's the problem I have. Yeah, I mean, it depends on like the the accusations against her are not identical to Blasey Ford's accusations, but they are of a similar theme. Yeah, I guess. 
And then the other the other thing to consider, which I don't much care, but it is just funny. The the metadata on the bong photo is September 2017. Weed, assuming that's what she is consuming, but you know, whatever. Weed was not uh, yet recreationally legal in California then. Yeah, but it was so easy to get a medicinal license. Maybe she had one. I didn't see that reported. I just said all I saw was the reporting that weed it was wasn't, not recreational. It wasn't legal anymore. in 2017, really? Apparently not. That's what the reporting I saw said. Because when I lived there in 2014, <laughs> I, I'm not going to follow it up. With I anything. followed the laws strictly. I did. Like always. everyone always does. So yeah, she's out. Uh, she demonstrated that female leadership that she'd been advocating for a mere, what, I don't know, 10 months or so, nine months maybe. Gone but not forgotten. Actually quickly forgotten because this investigation will never see the light of day in the way that it would if her politics were different. I don't know. I mean, did you think that being a leftist was going to stop everybody from finding out about this? I'm just saying that like this would be, this is currently media story like 10, maybe, if you're lucky. It would be media story top three. Wow, this uh, chick is my age. She was... She was 30, or she is 32, yeah. Ridden hard and put up wet. She looks terrible. (laughs) What uh, I've I've seen better, but uh, you know, good luck to her. I hope she has many happy and prosperous throuples in her yeah, future. Just not like on my dime. Hagged out Laura Loomer a little bit. <laughs> okay, well, uh, it's that I know, time, isn't I know, it? I know, I know you don't like to hear it, but it is that time. I'm just gonna keep looking at these pictures. Okay. And now the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? Well, we have two hoax hate cases, coincidentally, out of East Lansing, Michigan. Hoax hate central this week, or this first one's actually from like a week and a half or two weeks ago, but around the same time. First, a... uh, Canadian Muslim hockey player who claims a parent was uncomfortable with a Muslim teaching hockey to his kid. The only problem is nobody can track down the hockey clinic or the kid or the parent who (laughs) was supposedly bigoted to him. A Windsor, Ontario hockey coach claimed he was going to be driving from Windsor to East Lansing to rent ice and coach free hockey clinics for children. That's when he allegedly received a racist text message from a parent of one of those players. The text from Chase saying, I'm not a racist, but I don't feel comfortable with you teaching him and the influence you have on him. Texting that it makes more sense if it's not some Muslim guy teaching it. If it was cricket or something, that would be different, but it's not. The texter goes on to say he hopes he would consider... Muslims play cricket? Is that a thing? I guess so. I guess. So fact check that for me, please. Resigning and not coaching hockey. Javed posted that text message on social media with the response and thousands of posts of support, even from professional players like JT Brown and Evander Kane. But the question remains, who is Chase and where was Javed coaching? We checked around ice rinks in East Lansing and surrounding areas. Not one said they had heard of Javed before, and none of them had him in their schedule to coach. We spoke to a Yahoo Sports reporter who said Javed told her the ice arena was at Suburban Ice in East Lansing. Suburban Ice said they didn't want to go on camera, but told us they have never heard of Javed, nor the ice skating clinic he allegedly was holding. This isn't the first time Javed claims he was a target of racism. In 
2017, he told the Windsor Star he walked out of an ice rink in Windsor and found a note on his car that said, Stop coming to the rink with some expletives. With Muslim, go home and make Canada great again. <laughs> a, a suspect was that? never found in that case, got away like the rest of them. I, I don't even know who made this up. I'm, I'm perplexed. Who, who, in, who invented this? So the, the guy, the Muslim hockey player, said that he's running these free youth clinic, youth hockey clinics okay. for kids to go and learn to play hockey. And some dad of one of the kids supposedly texted him and said, I'm uncomfortable with you teaching my child because you're Muslim. So the only evidence is this supposed text. Right. Which, which could be regenerated with a number of apps and stuff. You could look at his phone and say, what? number did that come from where no uh no he's not he's locked down his twitter account he's not participating in anything the underrated uh or understated part of this whole story too is obviously he's hoaxing a hate text message but because none of the hockey arenas even know who he is or are familiar with the event at all he's also just hoaxing being a hockey teacher like he's hoaxing good mentorship for youth he's a hoax good samaritan he's not actually doing these hockey clinics at least at any place that would seem sensible that any of these reporters can find he's not doing it he hoaxed the whole thing not just the text wait this is so bizarre so okay. so it's only for virtue points there's no gofundme there's there's nothing there's no financial not that incentive seen. not that i've seen and does that's he want the thing people is, to like sign up for the clinic well, that's the thing. Maybe you could leverage this to be support for these youth hockey clinics that he says he runs. But if the reporters are to be believed, they've asked around to try to find the hockey clinics and where they're happening. They don't exist. What? Why would he? Why would? <sighs> he's just after it for the, the fa I mean, he's getting quote tweeted by pro hockey players or something. Uh, he's just after it for the momentary thrill i don't know he clearly did this before when he got a note on his car about make canada great again i've which never I heard anybody say of. that in earnest ever in my life mcga yeah well there's another case at uh at michigan state in east lansing a black student found a toilet paper noose hung on her door michigan state says no, it was a prank <laughs> no you didn't at Michigan State University, a black student reported that someone put a toilet paper noose on her dorm room door. MSU officials said that they spoke with the students responsible. So apparently someone does acknowledge making and putting this up, but they called it a prank or, or part of a Halloween prank. Ray Gasser, the executive director for Residence Education and Housing Services, sent an email out Sunday, this being last Sunday, also saying the toilet paper was nothing more than a prank quote as we did in this case the university takes any reported racial incident very seriously what? no spartan would should ever feel targeted because of their race or other ways in which they identify michigan state police and the michigan state office of institutional equity another office that you are extorted for continue an investigation and will provide support for affected students according to the email Ayanna Cobbs, the student living in Bryan Hall, who I guess is the victim here, <laughs> posted to Facebook last Friday a photo of the toilet paper taped to her door. She says, quote, there are only four black people on this floor. And yes, our door is the only door that had 
this on there, the toilet paper noose. I, uh, I would, <laughs> this is just reminding me of the poop swastika at Mizzou. Like, could they use the toilet paper noose to clean up the poop swastika? I would have never expected this to happen to myself. And I just don't even know what to do right now. Like this was clearly strategically planned because it's knots in the tissue. Do you know how upset and sick you have to be to make not one, but two loops out of the tissue? You can see both noose knots in the image on your screen. I just don't understand it. She says Cobbs called police and alerted university officials, but she expressed frustration in her Facebook post that nothing was being done. She could not be reached by the Lansing state journal for comment. Uh, this didn't happen, but yet again, there is a kid who admits to it. Yeah. Yeah. But if if true, don't care. That was, that's what I was going to follow. Yeah. 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 Was he saying he's like, yeah, this is a noose and I did it because she's black and I hate black people. And that's why this is a Halloween prank. Like, yeah. I mean, as far as I gather, he's admitting to putting it on the, the putting that tissue on the door. I didn't see any explanation of the motive or the intent or the joke. Because everybody's so butthurt all the time. Well, this is like in Mizzou. One time, uh, there were like cotton balls. Somebody put cotton balls all around the black student center. And oh people thought that it was bullshit. Turned out to be true. Wow. Yeah. So there was a basis for the poop swastika and all that stuff at Mizzou. Yeah, but only like 10% of the <laughs> of the hate crimes at Mizzou actually happened. You know, I, I was like thinking, those odds. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking what I uh, was putting together this segment, you know, you look at it and it's like, well, how could a how could a tissue noose even be threatening? Until I remembered that is exactly how Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein died. died yeah. If you uh if you remember the news at the time, it was a tissue noose with which he hung himself. Anything else sure. is a conspiracy, conspiracy theory. theory. I mean, if you were black, what would you do if this happened to you? Uh, I wouldn't care. I mean, it's the same thing. If, uh, if I had a marker board, I, I had, everybody had a marker board in their dorm when they were in school. People wrote horrendous things on mine that were hilarious. I don't care if mm-hmm. Kevin Flanagan comes and writes that I'm a stupid scando on my door or something like that. What does they, that mean? It's short for Scandinavian. Oh, that's what it's he a, said. It's a, it's a slur against Scandinavians, Scandos. I, he was saying something about Scandos earlier. I didn't even read his thing because I was like, I don't know what that means. Because it's uh, never occurred to me to be racist against Scandinavians. That's I mean, the rule is, I care more about damage of property. Like, even if you're doing a good-hearted prank, but you damage my property, okay, that's a problem. If you actually have malicious, intimidating intent, but you don't damage my property. Right. Like, I, I got really irritated um, a few weeks ago because, like, my sidewalk outside, one of the sidewalks kind of has a little dip in it. You know how sidewalks kind of age over time and yeah. they need to get, they crack and they need to get fixed. Some guy came by and put his stupid sidewalk repair business card in my sidewalk. I'm like, listen, bitch, do not desecrate my property. <laughs> you know, like, Wait, isn't I, the sidewalk city property? No, it's mine. It's like, it's like there's a driveway and then it's off. It's not, it's not the like boulevard in front. It's like oh. there's a driveway and then to the door. So I guess maybe I'm a hypocrite because he didn't damage my property, but I still felt violated that he had put his marker on it. You know what I mean? Or like but that's, came on your property, yeah. But that's the point. I didn't call the police on him and be like, he's invaded my space and put his marker there. Oh, like, you who, thought about it. Who can, Well, I'm sure the Bozeman, even the Bozeman police have better things to do than that. Do they? But, but yeah, the point for that guy, even though he irritated me, didn't damage my property. This person, even if they irritated you with their... Toilet paper noose didn't damage your property. 
Uh, I, I don't know. You talk to the police. It's like, well, maybe if you feel threatened, okay. But th- it seems like the, there's all kinds of demands that the students are making, you know, demands for action and this and that. It's like, what can you do? It's just a dumb prank. I just it. want somebody to come out and say that just once. Like, well, we that's take what the, hate crimes very seriously. It's just yeah. like come out at once and be like, I think black people need to stop having their feelings hurt so easily. Here, you guys get a free uh, copy of Kanye's new record and listen to his new podcast like yeah, really. 10 times through. <laughs> okay, deal. Oh, All right, we got to catch up with uh, with uh, Super Chat and Streamlabs. Sure. Kima says, love the costumes, y'all. Very stunning and brave. Missed your show last week because a tornado decided to touch down a mile away from my home in Dallas. Thankfully, no oh, tornado tonight. Man, glad you're safe. Yeah. Epic Brownie Matt, you look like a white, like a white, a pimp named Slickback. I'm into <laughs> it. I don't know what that means. Well, this is officially licensed WWE Randy Savage costume that I got off Amazon. So it's not supposed really? to be. Oh, yeah. It's got the like arm things, the hat. It's, yeah, it's actually it. officially licensed. Yes. Randy Savage. It has a WWE tag on the inside of it. Wow. Yeah. I, th- I figured it'd be more fun to go as Macho Mam Tranny Savage than just the Macho Mam guy because all he had on was like a hoodie. Yeah. So like, I wear a hoodie every stream anyway. So very good. Yeah. Pan M, my first live, you look like 2019 in essence. That's what we went for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, JB Dude 9061, geez, I missed the show for two weeks and Blonde has gotten even more insensitive going full clown face and Matt has started to transition. <laughs> Life comes at you fast. <laughs> he yeah, has to go Stros. I assume you mean Astros? Is yep. that a sports team? They're in the World Series right now. I think the, they're playing the right now. The World Series just, is happening right now? Yes. Game five, wow. I think, is, is literally right now. Oh, the I'm most boring of sports. Let's catch up on game five of the World Series. What do we got? Ugh. Baseball is great. Actually, the Astros are leading five to one. If they hold that, they'll take a three-two lead in the series, and maybe it'll go away. It certainly will go away by the next time we do a stream on Sunday, so don't worry about it. Great. <laughs> DSA Kevin Flanagan. Uh, no. Oh, all right. Well, and he him. also nobody says, asked you, Kevin! right in the fields, they forgot war hero and dedicated statesman and Uncle Azo bit. We will all miss <laughs> you so much, Uncle A. You truly did nothing wrong. Why is that the one I'll read? I figured that he would opine on uh, on that one. Yeah, Mark Odd, um, I heard the Quebec ex secessionist party did particularly well. The world wonders why. Uh, Nathaniel Barnes, greetings from Kukistan. Hopefully, this Halloween, my prime minstrel. Trudeau goes out as a terrorist victim and meets <laughs> up one. with a real Islamic scholar, if you know what I mean. Keep up the great work. Yeah. Uh, Shanique was stunning and brave. <laughs> Matt and I once made wow. love. I gave him some advice. It would be better if he had a producer. He got angry, stormed out and off without finishing. But I looked out the window and he was riding the fence. <gasps> oh I believe God. all those things. You got you to gotta have some coherence in linking together your, your memes. I like here. it. I need I'm a more coherent it, narrative. I need how... Why the storming to the fence? I need more explanation. A random revenge. Thanks, Matt and Blonde, for years of great pot. It has been years. I wanted to thank Kevin for teaching me about the art of Israeli dancing and for recommending Urban Moving Company. Follow the White Rabbit. I did look into the Urban Moving Company because of the the tweets a few weeks ago. Or the ah. the tweets. My brain just doesn't work anymore. It's not even eight. Jaji Boy said, it's the Black Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Ayo. Odysseus horse, yeah. dang Matt, I've got a half bone. Why? Because I'm stunning and brave, obviously. And there's no shame in having a little chub. I get it. Oh. My makeup was done by a professional. Yeah, my friend 
Brie texted me. She's like, is Matt wearing eyeliner? I'm like, uh, and it looks really good too. Right? Yeah, duh. Yeah. We, we sat there looking at a picture of Macho Ma'am trying to recreate it as accurately as possible. She was trying to do a bad job because Macho Ma'am does a bad job. Yeah, he does kind of look a little like he got wasted and did some meth last night. <laughs> Scarlet Bear, Bed Bath & Beyond does sell offensive material. I saw a sign that said, we got rid of the kids. The dog was allergic. I'm never shopping there again. That's so absurd. Like if Caesar growls at my kids one time, I'm gonna be like, I'm, I'm done with you. It's, it's over. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Um, Metal Man says China is right about Islam. Ooh, that's a spicy take. Brian, Disavow. Brian Disavow. Williams. Love hearing a shout out from my hometown news. Westchester, New York, never failing to be absolutely ridiculous. And other news. Not all headless people are horsemen. Noted. Josh Frost, Matt and I once made love on Halloween. He asked me trigger treat and I gave him my full sized Snickers bar. Oh man. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, Kevin. <laughs> game. I'm okay. I'm game for this. I shouldn't read this, but I'm going to. Oh. oh I'm doing uh, it. I'm doing it. Okay. Okay. I have no idea what it is. Why would you even want a black pumpkin? Who needs a vegetable on their porch that's going to sit around collecting welfare, selling cracks, stealing your bike, and mugging you? I can't you believe it. Every time you walk past, have so much like hate in their heart. Listen to Kanye. I know. Pineapple plata, uh, pineapple platypotamus. What's more <laughs> offensive, men or women? Ah, uh, I, I mean. <laughs> just generally speaking i guess so i think that i think that female the both sexes have their bullshit that the other is a valuable force against like they need each other to sort of course correct but i think that in today's society female bullshit is much more enabled than male bullshit yeah personally uh yeah i understand male male bullshit more I understand it mm. more. I think that there's more like cunning in the female mind and dupli more of a duplicitous nature. It's probably worse. okay. Not today. It says Portland Antifa shot at SUV with three black guys at Cider Riot. The SUV ran Ugh. over and killed an Antifa leader slamming into the PDX DNC HQ building. City is covering up. No investigation. It gets more crazy. When did this is happen? Is this the same one? I know Sargon did a video on it and I, I referenced it earlier. Is this the same case or in a new case? I don't know. I haven't looked into it at all, so we'll I'll have to check up on it. Um MJ Sully. Hey Mountain Blonde, love the show, I've been watching since episode one. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. You missed zero, huh? We did have an episode zero. Yeah. It's really awkward because we didn't know how to interact with each other. My <laughs> no chemistry. No chemistry, yeah. My B yeah. day on is on Halloween going to be thirty one, so just wanted to share some love. Thank you so oh, well, much. Happy, Hall happy birthday. Uh, happy birthday first. Halloween. Halloween second. I almost said Halloween first. Did you already Terrible. get candy? Uh, yeah, we're all set, uh, and we're doing... I've been such a uh, Halloween Grinch the last few years because I don't like dealing with those punk kids, but now, you know, she's all about being uh, hospitable and happy and putting up decorations. Just was doing that earlier, and I will still find an excuse to hide in a cave and play video games instead. But we are going to be a well-stocked house for the trick-or-treaters. Oh, my gosh. Did somebody just say that they will take my dog in the live chat? Paula or Reno a souvenir. No, I'm, I'm totally serious, but he's like, he's going to be mean to kids. Like he's going to, he's mm. going to attack children. I'm, I'm very worried about this. Mm. He also is going to pee all over your house. I, I, 
and, and he's going to live forever. So shoot me an email. It's, it's a great How thought. far are you willing to travel to make this happen? She said she lives in North Idaho. Oh, wow. So you don't even have to. Wow. She might come to you. I'm serious about this. Okay. Uh, Rainer Chen. Nice costume, guys. My sis working for PP tried going as Rose by taping a dildo with a Weinstein face onto her face. Ooh. But she got very upset as people guessed the wrong actress many times. Have a good one. Um, Rose McGowan is a dear friend of the show. That's right. She loves the show. She loves the show. She supports me on 19. Oh, by the <laughs> way, true. I wanted to mention everybody in their spare time tonight should Google anti-suffragette posters and and their propaganda they were so spot on about what was going to happen <laughs> they're they're accurate predictions oh yeah it's like all it's about these... like tulsi gabbard's dad last week yeah <laughs> these emasculated men taking care of the babies where with all these like butch women it's it's so spot what? on S send skype me some of the material later i want to see okay it's fantastic uh doug blast kurt cobain and princess fiona that's pretty close uh, yeah. yeah that's a fair interpretation maybe iconography my wife says she would smash matt and that she agrees with blonde about women voting hey because she doesn't want to be drafted kevin flanagan is a legend also i made love to matt and it was okay um, thank you for being honest i'm with you girl i'm with you charles no you guys are best around your costumes are great but nothing will beat last year's blonde in full brown face 10 out of 10 i did work that was way fun. harder on my costume last year yeah that that was detailed makeup i gotta say i spent like two hours right yeah and it is full brown face so go back a year and, and you'll see Charles, no, you guys are best around your. Oh, I just read that one. Ah, Kyle Wells, this may be the first, last, and only stream in which the predominantly white heterosexual male view viewing audience will collectively shake their heads <laughs> and say, "I think I'd rather bang Matt tonight." Ooh, well, that's that's sweet. I'm glad. That sounds fair. When that's I saw you, I was kind of like, "Yeah, you're kind of a pretty, you're kind of a pretty sweet. girl." Sweet. All right. Well, so I didn't do the makeup, but I did pick the stuff. And he did chop off his dick and balls. Right you know, these before. hoops are super cheap on Amazon. They're like eight bucks. You get several different oh, sizes. Oh, you're wearing so. earrings. I didn't even notice. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got the hoop earrings. They're clip-ons, obviously. Oh, my. You really Yeah, committed. my ears are starting to get a little sore. But uh, but I'm, oh. I'm committed to the bit. I'm not taking it off. Sourcey, um Matt's costume is 40 chest. Nobody will be admitting Matt and I made love after this. Yikes. I know two on the nose or more will on the nose. Uh, yeah. Norseman 325. Are you dressed up like sticks on a Saturday night? Who knows what <laughs> sticks does on a Saturday night? Well, that was always fun. Uh, people, several people suggested we go as other YouTubers too. And sticks is a top choice. And I think it would be Who fun. Who would I go as though? Yeah. We'd have to pick something. I just, I worried that it would be seen as malicious. And then I didn't want to like, I think it would be, would be fun to dress as sticks. I didn't want to tip him off because then that leaks and then people know and all that. Yeah. And I also didn't want to, I didn't want to do it without saying anything. Cause that seems like, uh, like an, uh, an attack or something. I don't think he would take it that way, but I wouldn't want it to be interpreted that way. Um, so I, I did not go that route. Everybody should go sticks for Halloween. Uh, mm. God emperor of Duncan sure is surprising that the black pumpkins were hanging out on the porch. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can't read the second part of that. Um, unorthodox thinker. <laughs> Hi guys, just wondering if you had a chance to give Kanye's new album Jesus King a quick a quick listen. He seems to have really turned a new leaf and fully embraced Christianity, conservative values. Um, good for him. I've not I listened haven't... to the music. Maybe I will. I mean, I, I, the interview is fantastic from what I've seen. So yeah. maybe it shows up in the music too. Uh, the brat, nineteen eighty three. Hey, blonde, loved your red hat. Who is the clown that replaced Matt? <laughs> Love your content. Enjoy your Halloween. A big shout out to number two pencils for the win. Oh, you're gonna get shanked. As opposed to fountain pens? Yeah, I you're guess dead, so. man. 
uh, downskated. My sister says your eyeshadow and foundation game is pretty good. You seem to be a natural in this. Is there something you do in your free time? Like no, for your did, male bonding time? <laughs> I did not do the makeup. I, as I said, it was done by a professional. And um, I didn't realize how difficult it is to like, when I don't know, do when, I, when the makeup was being put on me, I had to like look different ways and do this with my eyes and close my eyes. Is it that difficult every time you chicks put on makeup? No, because I've done it like literally a thousand times. Okay. Yeah. For me, it took a little while and it like my eyes, you know, it was, it, my eyes were getting irritated. <laughs> Laurel becoming right wing has led my son to Christ. He was baptized. Today. Oh, congratulations. Oh, wow. That's so wonderful. Congrats. Yeah. Uh, Zoom gadget regarding illegalizing the word bitch. Can a woman call a man dog? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Fair question. Yeah. Fair question. Frank Underwood, Kanye won't peel people off. I'll bet he is viewed as a whitewashed sellout by the blacks in the hood and that whites are the ones actually buying and listening to his music. Well, I'd, I'd be true. curious if that was the status quo or not, but I will say, go look at the numbers on that uh, on that podcast. Go look at the numbers on the tweets that are tweeting out the segments of the uh, of the material. I'm not saying that like, I'm not saying that it's going to cause a seismic shift in voting patterns or in general right. attitudes but i am saying that people are going to start thinking and yeah. even if it's a few here and there i know i know frank and i kind of <laughs> don't necessarily agree because i would like to go a few here and there until you reach critical mass but i don't see what happened as anything but a positive we can debate whether it's effective enough but i think it's certainly a big help in the right direction um, I bought PN says Hong Kong that knows does something for you blonde. And I guess this is where I talk about how Matt took me outside and showed me, sir, keep up all the sanity <laughs> safe spacing. We appreciate it. Do not. Call, yeah, no, it is ma'am. It is absolutely ma'am. Do not say, sir. Hi, Caesar. Uh, black wing. Oh, two McKinnon's doctor legally has to refer it as her to it as her because Canada has lost a plot, but biology oh. does not lie. That woman is a man. Yeah. Interesting. I, 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 if there's a citation, not that I doubt it, but if that's hundred percent true that the doctor is legally compelled to say woman that changes her defense entirely. Not that that defense had, I found one quack who calls me a chick. So it's legit. Right. Uh, who cares? It doesn't change the fact that you still have a Y chromosome. Um, Boyd Mirren. Hey guys, can't listen tonight because we're watching the film. The sun is also a star, which promises to be cringe field, but, but here's some bucks. Thanks for the solid content. Thank you. Somebody got mm. their message deleted. Um, will you read some of these? My throat's getting a little, a little sore. Uh, can you Liz read a couple Pete. more and I can find where you. Yeah, Liz on. Pete, like a vegan cat. It's pretty obvious who's making the decisions for this trans kid. By the way, yeah. costumes, it's very alt-right meets modern, moderate Democrat. We're trying. Oh, Liz. thanks. Uh, Jethro Fox. I know I'm late, but is Matt dressed as Frederico <laughs> Wilson or is he snapping into a slim gin? That's pretty good. White Frederico Wilson, I think, is a fair interpretation. That's funny. <laughs> uh, Shauna Thornton says, I live on the West Coast. I'm not becoming Canadian. Scandos have to go back. <laughs> hey, just come move move inland. I'm sure we can like arrange for a peaceful population transfer or something. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, you have your own arrangements, but come on. The West Coast is a lost cause. <laughs> Not today, says wife, baby, and I are finally escaping from one of the commie held West Coast hellscapes. See, to Post Falls next week. Super excited about the area. We're super outdoorsy type. Blonde, what are your favorite spots? Um, who said this? Um, uh, Not today. Not today. Moving oh. to Post Falls. I don't know where Post Falls is. Is that Post Falls? Is that uh, 
Northern Idaho, Southern Idaho, where is it? It's near Coeur d'Alene. It's like a little west between Spokane and Coeur d'Alene. Um, Post uh, Falls is really nice. Coeur d'Alene is really nice. Uh, Wallace is a cool day trip. Um, Sp- uh, Sandpoint is also really cool. Hmm. I wouldn't go to Bonners Ferry. Not, not too much to do up there. Uh, let's see. You're going to be in Post Falls. Yeah, visit Coeur d'Alene. Does it matter? Says Matt and I once made love, but now I can't find him. I hear his sweet voice, but all I see is a cheesy Southside trans pimp. <laughs> I have the weirdest boner right now. As I said, it is officially licensed Macho Man merchandise. So I guess maybe he was a, a pimp of sorts. Ilhan Omar's tiny Somali brain. If Katie's white privilege hasn't protected her, then as a brown woman, I'm screwed. <laughs> but not by my brother this time. Have a happy Halloween, degenerate. Yeah, actually, Ilhan Omar and her brother, her not husband brother, yeah, would have been a fun costume pairing. Cy Cooper says, "Glad you guys are uh, keeping me company on this terrible evening ride to Atlanta." Well, enjoy the ride, and thanks for tuning in. Lazarus Rex says, "Since it's Halloween, check out the audiobook The End' by Adam M. Booth. Considering the genre." It's surprisingly, sublimely beautiful, oddly terrifying, and an awesome two hours of listening. Happy Halloween. Well, it's quite the endorsement. That is The End by Adam M. Booth. Do you I don't know if this was from it? Adam M. Booth, probably. Oh, there goes my hat. <gasps> Slosher says... My Frederica hat. From Alberta, and would love to become part of America, especially if you get rid of some blue states. We have the third largest oil reserves in the world. Oh, there you go. I'm listening. Lazarus Rex. Oh, and the audiobook is free on YouTube right now. And Matt, check out Beretta CX4 Storm or the IWI Taver. Um, yeah, all the I want one of every gun eventually, as does everyone. I'll have to get there. Uh, Chanel oh, still convinced this is two horrible people using their kid as a pawn in divorce, and kid is trying to please both. Mm. And this is, and is this dad really that great a parent? He's not young and ended up with this nutcase. That has occurred to me, Shanna. Um, like how, sometimes you fall in love and it's just you just fall in love with a piece of shit and you find out later, or they're really deceptive about who they are. But like the kind of woman that's going to I don't know, I mean, would you let your wife get pregnant at with an egg donor? Would you, I just not- don't know. I don't know the circumstances. I mean, I guess if, if there was some health necessity, yeah, I mean, maybe. But I guess it, it would be your kid. So it wouldn't matter to the man as much if like the woman could get over the biological yeah. thing. But the whole thing kind of seems bizarre to me. And his picker's wrong, like broken. Like we've got to admit that. But that might be his only crime. Yeah, we just don't know. We'll see how this story develops. I'm I'm with her in wondering if there's not more information here, though. Yeah, the whole story is really weird, but I, I feel for him. You know, I don't want to be like, this guy might not have a I mean, It absolutely seems totally insane. It seems so insane. The only reason I'm entertaining, there might be something going on in the man's side is because I'm like, how is this happening? How is hmm. this happening? Shauna Thornton. I will personally donate to James Younger's defense when he acts murders his mom. I'm with you. You mean uh, Luna's? Luna, yeah. Yeah. DSA Kevin Flanagan. Okay. Sure, we may hate the state not only endorsing, but mandating mental, emotional, physical, and sexual abuse of this kid, but at least we're not speaking German. That's <laughs> uh, 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 Well. You have anything to say about that? No, I don't, we'll just we'll keep moving on. Edward Hall, no note. Uh, Scarlet Bear. Oh, wait, let's see if that one. Um, Polaris589, congratulations, Congress. You made you made Zuckerberg seem human. Yeah, they have yeah. accomplished the seemingly impossible. 
Frank Underwood, parents making children change gender is worse than pedophiles abusing a child as the damage can never be overcome. Blade sharpening intensifies. I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know. Maybe there's an argument to be made there. I've never really compared the two in my mind. I think that it is abusive. I guess the question is, is it a, is it a physical abuse that is the same thing as uh, beating a child or raping a child that would, I think, justify a physical intervention on behalf of that child's parent or guardian. For sure. I'd have to think about that. Uh, but it's, it's. I mean, I think there's a credible case. There. Right wing I mean, again, spots now. Right wing <laughs> Again, this is in defense of the physical well-being of a child, disavow aggressive violence, disav- all that. But I think we're, I, all I'm saying is I think we are witnessing the physical abuse of it. Right now, I guess not physical abuse because the intervention hasn't happened, but we're witnessing a psychological abuse, a, an intentional confusion of the child, all of that. Um, okay. Electric duck. How do I know y'all are doing good work? I'm listening intently and thinking. Then I step back and realize I'm getting this from a clown and a white-faced prince. 2019 nice. or something else. I know. Yeah. We try. Appreciate it. Um, Semper Ad Meliora, as much as I hate it, I have to side with Zook here. Individual attempted socialists are less scary than socialist governments. Watch Viva Fry's breakdown of AOC shit questions. Her questions were garbage. And there's, there's a lot more too. So yeah, if people have good breakdown on it, check it out. Cause like I had to just pick, you know, the top, the top moment or two. Um, Robert Franklin pedos are coming for our children. Consent will be meaningless in five years. Right wing death squads now. See? <laughs> always saying. be prepared that's the boy scout motto uh right? dwayne thompson be prepared whatever it is aoc as long as collectivists are in control they will defend each other see references in 12 rules for radical solinsky dedicated to satan nonetheless mm. i do have kind of a moral question for the catholics out there like when can righteous anger turn into violence from like a human perspective email me about this somebody okay. got their message deleted um, I'm sorry. I don't know why these messages got deleted and it doesn't tell you who. So I can't even tell you who that is. Nicholas Von Neal, Pakistan, Bangladesh and Afghanistan are cricket playing nations. Oh, that's true. Oh, okay. So that's the reference. Thank you. Um, sock puppet Joe, this hockey player is the Canadian juicy smolier. Yeah. <laughs> Fat hooligan. This week's hoax hate sounds like the worst of a Nazi. I'll see myself out. Not C K N O T. Oh, the word. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you get, you get a room shot for that one. The work of a Nazi, I said. Yeah. Uh, Boy, good thing that Tissue Noose was there for that black girl so she could wipe her butt after crapping out that fake story. I mean, I guess it was true, to be fair. Yes, but the claim of feeling threatened and all that. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of uh, liberties taken, which one could say are crap, yeah. Kevin, I I can't say anything. I can't. Okay, I can't. Uh, Ryan, <laughs> although my reasons for not reading his, they're, they're t- entirely arbitrary. Of course, but at some point you have to kind of do that. Um, Ryan F. Sidewalk repair guy offered Matt unsolicited advice. Thank you. Rage is the only appropriate reaction, Matt. No need to apologize. Matt does get disproportionately enraged at receiving unsolicited advice. Yeah, and it's not it's not like advertising enrages me. It's the fact that you, on a low level, invaded my property to advertise that that drives me nuts. You know, yeah, that's like true. I don't I don't care if it's a billboard. I don't even. I guess I consider that guy like the physical form of a telemarketer. Like, I did not request your presence here to inform me about the product or service that you offer. And now that you've invaded my space to inform me, I will get literally anybody else to do it when the time comes to fix it. And by the way, it doesn't even need fixing. It's like slightly not level. 
Yeah. So I also Fine. take it as insulting. There's no cracks. I take it as insulting that he thinks it's in need of repair. It's like, I don't know. It's like if you had one slightly crooked tooth and the orthodontist is like, hey, see me sometime. It's like, bitch, leave me alone. It's just character. Just character. Yeah. Ilana Mars, a tiny Somali brain. Matt or Luke Wilson as a gay pimp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A wow, poker peer. So. Says. So proud to have Macho Man from New Mexico. By the way, it's not yeah. all meth here. We have Coke heroin in every pill at Walgreens. Get it right. And don't forget that one Indian lady at the uh, at the uh, the alcohol the the liquor store who claim who was pulled over for she was like an activist and she was pulled over or they they caught her drunk in her car on suspicion of DUI and she said that she was discriminated against at the liquor store for being an Indian. What? Yeah, I did a video on this uh, like a few months ago. It was Z- a great story. Zero depressive, depressive, blonde. You're so hot right now, Matt. Gas queen slay. Mods, <laughs> you're as useful as your prostate cancer. Take a shortcut, do a back. Thank you. Why do people hate our mods? I mean, they will ban you for caps. That's true. Yeah. Uh, again, if if you end up getting banned for some silly reason, send me an email assuming good intentions. And I will happily correct it for you. If you come at me with some bullshit about how I'm a fraud on free speech, I'll be like, yeah. see ya. Don't care. I understand mistakes happen. Assume good intentions. I'm happy to get it fixed for you. Don't come at me with bullshit. Um, and thanks for supporting the show. Yeah, really. <laughs> Jay Edgar, just catching the end of the show, but I don't get the costumes. Matt saw a sub, a subby with a Montana Subi. Oh, yeah. I, but I just call, I just call them sewers. I, I don't like the term thanks. Subi. Yeah, that's the community thing. With a Montana plate on it, thought of you. Why? Because it's super gay. Uh, got me. I did. I got you. Uh, Craig, uh, we're to the costumes. We're Macho Man, Tranny Savage, and Honkler. Oh. Yes. Um, Craig Kaufman, love you guys. What's inside the baseball on Gavin McInnes is being canned from the blaze. What's the inside baseball? I don't have any inside information. He got canned that. from the blaze. This that was a the while first... ago though. Remember what? when Glenn Beck took over, um, took over CRTV and they let Gavin go. It was a big controversy like a year ago. Oh, it was a long yeah. time ago. It was Unless so something long ago. new has happened. Yeah. This was. News. We don't have any inside connection to the Blaze or no. any of that. So we, uh, we I try to contact connection. Gavin every once in a while, but I guess. we don't have any. Yeah, well, we'd love to have him on the show for totally. sure. Uh, we don't have any inside connection to anybody but ourselves. So. No, we're really not very cool. Yeah, I have tried to get Gavin on the show after I've because I've been on his show twice now. Um, Chad Bullet, it would be hilarious to see Mattis sticks and blonde should dress as Tim Pool. I'm curious to see how long she can sit on the fence. Not very oh, long. Somebody else leave, got their message to leave. Leave Tim alone. <laughs> fence sitters unite, which, by the way, I hate being called a fence sitter. It's called principles, man. It's right. not fences. Anyway, no, he's not even coming at me, and I'm getting defensive. I know. Defensive. But I'm. T- All right. <laughs> Moving on. Jozo Zovko. Hey, you two lovelies. Check out the Bowie song, uh, Signet Committee. It's a vital now as it was in the 60s when Bowie was dumping on the failure of the socialist hippie movement, a song of our times. Hmm. Um, slosher, waterfalls, ocean waves, river water babbling over the rocks, rainwater landing in puddles. Because I kept talking about how I like, I really have to pee. Like, really bad. Really gotta pee. We're good though. On, on, uh, on here. I think the, uh, treasure chest is finally opening on DLive. I don't know. Hang out, hang out on DLive if, uh, if you're over there. The treasure chest might come out. And thanks to, uh, Kelly so called Darth Jones and B. Ott. I should probably inquire with DLive as to why this doesn't work the way that it's supposed to but that's kind of the d live bit nobody nobody really knows how any of it works 
Uh, so thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Let's catch up on uh, Streamlabs, and then we'll call it a show. Blonde, I left off on Blonde's mom. What? When Blonde was little, I introduced... I should read this carefully. This isn't actually my mom, guys. <laughs> Supposedly. When Blonde was little, I introduced her to great aunt Ima. The lady is implying, but I still told Blonde. Ima not see. Ah, uh, uh, ah. Phil Sorry, says... Mom. Just think, we wouldn't have to deal with this race baiting. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Phil. <laughs> He's speculating about certain conditions that would have precluded or prevented uh, some race baiting activities that we observed today. And, uh, well, he's, he has a point. <laughs> but I can't articulate the point. Redicus says, someone needs to grow some balls and show up to the press conference in full minstrel show blackface rainbow afro and clown shoes and tell the reporters that they dressed up for the clown show i would love that the artist says matt blonde you guys talk about your lack of female viewers well i got my friend a woman real life one apparently watching tonight because i also a woman this is clearly a no fish story she said that she had to tune in to see Matt since we both love your channel. Matt, dress this way every week, instant view. I do think the uh, luster would wear off if I did it every week. And by the way, I'm just sweating bullets under this outrageous piece of clothing. So I'm not, should I donate this to Goodwill? Somebody, maybe somebody wants this costume as a You're souvenir. You're going to see some Bozeman bum walking anybody, around in a... If anybody wants the costume, perhaps I'll do a giveaway. I don't care what you do with it. It's a, it's a souvenir. Yeah, really. <laughs> Radicus says, uh, I wish they would have turned into the into the skid and added a sombrero monkeys, bomb vest, turban, pedo bear, Epstein, and wines. I don't even get what, how all these things relate, but I'm sure it is uh, hate speech. Thank you, Radicus. Arius117, finally catching you all live once. For once, uh, take my shekels, you low-down money grabbers. Thank you. Thanks for all the uh, great content. Love watching you guys, along with my wife of six years, B, who thinks blonde is awesome. Oh, well, female you. demographic. I get it. Represented. Thanks for tuning in. Phil says, next time some basic bitch conservative complains about violence from the left, remind them that anyone who fights back gets thrown in prison and disavowed. Unrelated. I'm sure enjoying watching Charlie Kirk squirm during this Q&A session of this college trip. I guess I got to check it out. Wow. Uh, Irish Nat says, what scares me the most about these two students playing the word game are NPC cops willing to just arrest because uh, what their overlords require of them. I thought the cops agency is to determine what is or isn't arrestable or at least a, a line of defense. Uh, certainly their highest oath is to the constitution of the United States. Correct. Police officers might correct me on that. Do they, do, do they swear an oath to the constitution in this to defend the constitution in the same way that military members do? I don't know. Or the members of Congress do. I'm not clear, but that is the highest law they should obey in their defense. I suppose if I had to defend them, which by the way, I don't agree with what's going on here. Um, generally speaking with laws that, are, the question would be who decides what's unconstitutional. In this case, I think we have a really blatant example. Right. But in their defense, you generally say that is a matter for the courts to decide, not my personal judgment. Yeah. So I do agree that this is grotesque state overreach. We also have to be care careful about police discretion in enforcing or not enforcing laws, though certainly, to your point, the Constitution is a great guide if you want to pick one. Yeah. Uh, Redicus says, what place... Would his time, oh, what place would his time placed him in the men's division, the transgender runner? That's almost always the result of a mediocre man wanting the win. Plus, I hate to say, I hate to say it, but <laughs> we, 
we stopped the no, no i can't say this one i can't that's he again is speculating about a potential solution to this issue that i uh, i cannot repeat or uh, or even appear to endorse fair enough um wow we got uh let's see uh i had to i had to oh here we go okay phil says why should zuck care about uh africans in america he's not a plantation owner <laughs> okay okay fair point or maybe not probably shouldn't have read that one <laughs> chicken fried monkey says the nashville meetup is now scheduled for seven o'clock p.m november 9th at the belmont location of martin's barbecue hopefully no antifa shows up if you're in nashville and not in the email group please feel free to come hang out with us and make fun of matt she also has a uh, speculation about uh who might be about some people who did something let's put it that way thank you chicken fried monkey Redicus says aoc is just want wanting the buzzword written into the record she has asserted everything and has nothing behind her words uh what she has said is the most stupid thing ever and everyone is dumber for having heard it i award you no points and may god have mercy on your soul i know how that the rest of that goes chicken fried monkey says hey matt for the last three weeks i've been forced to use paypal to donate from Streamlabs. the credit card option never works i'm sure it's uh people messing with the shekels i don't uh i could check that I, it might be an issue with maybe your your credit card your particular credit card company or something like that because i've not heard anyone else report that but uh, for the sake of um knowing if that's the case i will test it out on my own credit card later and see what happens thanks for letting me know and for supporting the show radica says i am glad you finally got to the uh oh uh the the, the muslim hockey guy text message I left last week in Super Chat, but uh, you didn't read it. Maybe we missed that one. On the other hoax, a true Klansman knows how to tie a noose. And uh, for that matter, uh, that was uh, anybody that has seen an old Western. I don't know the integrity of the knots or not. Phil says uh, some of the old suffragettes' own posters were cringe. The one that had all the hags sitting around threatening not to kiss any man who drinks is one of the best. <laughs> if That's I would. A good one. If I would have to wake up to any of those faces, I'd be an alcoholic. <laughs> Me too says an HBC, a historically black college, I assume in South Carolina gives Trump an award for criminal justice. Harris boycotts the event and says she was scheduled uh, to speak at uh, calling Trump lawless rich coming from the woman who withheld evidence to keep people in jail. Yeah. It's the same. It doesn't matter. It's like any, whether it's the killing of uh al-Baghdadi or the black unemployment or any measure of success that we should all celebrate as Americans. There's a healthy segment of this country that will refuse to do that because hating Trump is more important than prosperity that everyone can benefit from. Anyway, that's it. Uh, So this didn't work. Okay. Now the D live treasure chest is going through. So thank you guys for who have hung out till the end of the show. You well, you will be rewarded on D live and that's all I got. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Anything else before we get out of here? Nope. Gonna pee my pants. All right. Well, I'm gonna pee my vinyl pretty soon. I lasted the whole show. <laughs> Thank you guys for hanging out with us and for making uh, Halloween a fun show. Thanks as always uh, to everyone else who's listening later on uh, YouTube or D Live or any of the audio platforms. Especially if you're over there for giving us a million listens. That's very cool. Uh, anyway, thanks for making this show a success each and every week. Remember, if you're looking for more material, 
including the call-in show, including a rare blonde free call-in show from last week and all its awkwardness and uncertainty. You can find that on the audio platforms. Check those out. They're on the website, mattchristensenmedia.com slash podcasts. We got all your audio podcast link there. Also in the description for you. And you can always email us. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. We will be back next Sunday because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, it is not Meet the Press. It is uh, Macho Mam and Honkler. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you.